Progressive presents Mind Flowness with Flow. You're descending down a staircase. On each step is another discount. Safe driver, multi-car, paperless. At the bottom of the staircase is a man selling cupcakes. You buy a cupcake with the money you saved because you really like cupcakes. You're getting deeper and deeper into saving money with Progressive. Visit Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations. Celebrate Independence Day with 20% off Feed Me More Nutrition and everything on FeedMeMore.com. Use discount code INDEPENDENCE20. That's discount code INDEPENDENCE20. Promotion ends midnight, July 4th. Pat, slap my ass! It's time for conversation with the big guy, pal! <laughs> Welcome to Conversation with the Big Guy. I am the Big Guy Ryback, and I'm sitting here with the one, Pat Buck. What's going on? Happy to be here on Conversation with the guy that apparently can't break an apple. My name is Pat Buck. And, uh... <laughs> I so, just proved that this week, Pat. I, I did see it. it was, I don't know if that was a regulation apple. I was asking you if you could uh, break on the old podcast, but I, I guess I'll take your word for it. I think well, uh, it was an organic apple, actually, asshole. I, uh, <laughs> I, I kept wanting. I kept forgetting to go to the store because I, I was I was going to go buy a bag of apples and uh, and break and all of them. <laughs> What's that? And break all of them out of anger. Yeah, yeah. To break all of them to have the confidence to do one on video and then fucking <laughs> botch that. Um, the uh, no, I text my mom because I was like, I don't feel like fucking going into the store just to buy apples. <laughs> and I go, do you have an apple? And she goes, yeah. And, uh, and I, she came out of her uh, apartment and uh, gave it to me. And uh, I fucking brought it into the house and uh, set it down for later. But uh, yeah, that's a, quite an interesting little story. I guess that was, uh, you saw a ride along this week, right? I sure did. I don't know if we want to get into that now or... I. Sorry to insult you right off the bat, big guy. I just no, it seems like you were just chomping at the bit to get that one in. I, you know, it's written um, on my computer. Open the show by insulting with the apple. <laughs> I think our, our our listeners probably would like it if you tried to zing me a little more. I bet. That's, oh uh, yeah, the best yeah, comments. Yeah, yeah. Uh, apparently, just I got a lot. Me getting raging and cussing at you on the podcast. <laughs> just hothead Ryback. No, I think uh, yeah, we'll we'll come around back to that. The um, I do want to start off saying. Uh, just uh, everybody out there listening, I know, I know you uh, have been around him in OVW also, Pat. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt Capitelli, um, I happened to see uh, on Facebook, I saw a bunch of people were uh, kind of just sharing different things that involved him. I go, what's going on? And uh, it looks like, I guess, the, the brain tumor he had removed, ten, was it 10 years ago now? 10 years ago, yeah. And it's, I guess it's back and, and more um, aggressive Mm-hmm. Or, or they think it's in a more aggressive type uh, tumor. Um, so I, I just want to uh, everyone out there to, to keep Matt Capitelli and uh, your thoughts and uh, positive vibes his way, and hopefully uh, he overcomes this 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 one here. Um, it's never cool to hear about someone in the wrestling community uh, struggling and whatnot. But he's uh, 
great dude. I think there's, there's one of those guys. It's like the Owen Hart deal where, like, you never hear anybody say anything bad about Matt Capitale. Never. One of the nicest guys. Almost like, I hate saying the, the phrase, too nice for wrestling, because when he was down there in developmental, I don't know. Were, were you there for, uh, were you up there for when the whole thing went down originally or no? I believe I was in Deep South Wrestling at the time at DSW. Okay. And um, because he actually came down to Deep South because they were trying out different him and Miz as a tag team. Yep. Before. And so they were doing some tag matches because Miz was assigned to Deep South Wrestling. Mm-hmm. So that was when I first met. Uh, Matt Capitelli. Actually, I take that back. I met him when I went to OVW for three, two or three weeks, right when I got signed. When I was sitting at home, and uh, the office called and said, "Do you want to go down to OVW for a couple of weeks and tra- uh, train with Lance Storm?" And then uh, Bill and Al, Bill DeMott and Al Snow will be there the following week, just to kind of see what developmental's like. And then yeah. when Deep South is ready, we'll you know fly you back there. And um, so that's where I first met, met Matt, and he was just. Me being a tough enough guy my first time around, and a lot of guys weren't necessarily cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, not the, A lot of guys wouldn't go out of their way to, to necessarily help you. He was always just, just, he's a good human being. He, he saw past all the bullshit and all the, and just, he was always um, just nice. Just a good human being is the best way to describe it. Uh, he seems that he gets life. So, yeah. Um, I, I think he's going to pull through this one and, uh, I just, everybody out there just, I believe this, the surgery is today Yep. Uh, while we're recording. So hopefully uh, come this time when uh, we come out on Monday, uh, he's feeling better and uh, uh, knows, knows more about the situation at hand and uh, can uh, beat this one also. Yeah, just to go a little further into that, because I spent a lot of time, obviously, in OVW, and I was there. Part of the reason uh, at one point... Um, Capitelli was a in, a in a tag team called the Thrill Seekers with uh, Johnny Jeter, who yeah. later went to the Spirit Squad, and he was used in a capacity where people were like, "Oh man, this tag team's going to debut and do a lot of good stuff." Uh, then when Heyman got there, he split them up, and Capitelli was such a fiery, good babyface. Um, and I looked up to him a lot because he was one of the smaller guys in developmental. I think actually at yeah. one point, because we all used to have to weigh in. Um, even though I didn't have to weigh in, but I, during class, I forgot about the weigh-ins. <laughs> oh God, ridiculous! It's like, why is this happening? But by the way, just a, a little sidebar on that, uh, guys on the weigh-ins. I remember it like FCW, Florida mm-hmm. Championship Wrestling. Guys would routinely take the 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 rehab weights and put them in their pockets, like the little three, four, five pound dumbbells. I can't tell you how many guys would put throw a couple dumbbells in their shorts. Really? No way. In front, and nobody's paying attention. I think Ziggler might have done that. I'm pretty Probably sure. That's, how, that's why that fucking asshole got called up to the main roster. He's been living a lie his entire life. Fuck. Because I, I remember I got down to OVW when I was like 20 or 21. And I, I thought I was in like good shape compared to like indie level good shape. And I weighed 193 pounds at the time. And I remember I, I'm like, oh, I'm probably as big as some of the guys there. And I looked at the list and I was like, holy shit. Like the lightest guy was Capitelli. And he was like 206 at the time. That was during the days where uh, the water was good and developmental. <laughs> the Louisville water was really. Uh, had Louisville a, had, water produced a lot of fucking top guys over the years. Something in there. Maybe a little aminos in the, in the, the old. Elville water god so he and uh so i looked up to him a lot and he was he was just so good at what he did i remember the night the thing uh went down 
Um, it was myself. Uh, well, I was in the crowd. <laughs> I was in the fucking uh, watching this, but like it was a like, fucking marker. Just no, like- no. I wasn't in the training class. I was in Rip Rogers class. I wasn't in the developmental class yet. Although I would do the live events. It was a. Re- I was a really strange situation. So yes or no? Did you have a Batista shirt on while watching? Underneath my uh, Biz Cash, which was required. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Actually, no. Was Batista even a thing? That yeah, he was totally okay. Oh, I, I totally see. Yeah, young Pat at that point. <laughs> so, <laughs> in the match, I believe it was uh, Jeter as a heel with some uh, with Mark Henry versus. Capitelli and uh, actually no it was it was it was against Croft. Croft was in the match yeah. Croft was in the match it might have been a six man tag I don't remember or it might have been a tag I forget but all I remember is watching it and Croft just clubs him from behind like nothing out of the ordinary and Capitelli just dropped and you could tell he was knocked out and and I was everyone was like oh shit and you know they 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 made do but he was out cold and I remember yeah. that's what caused him to go to the hospital to find what they found and we were all because you know, he normally he wanted to probably passed out right but because that was something he had going on that he didn't know about mm-hmm. it caused him to pass out right from yeah the, from the shot that wow it was it was, and it was really you know intense it couldn't have happened to a nicer person and they had big plans for him and um you know that just and he would always come around he had the surgery yeah, but he always came around OVW a lot, so much so he was that always happy. I remember always happy. Uh, has a great wife, uh, very spiritual guy, very devout Christian, and he. Uh, I know. I think this year, for a few years now, he's been involved with teaching the beginner program at OVW. Okay, I didn't know. Yeah. That. So, uh, but man, like to hear that he's going through this again sucks, but. You know, I'm, I'm sure if, any, if he pulled through the first time and literally walked around like an at, he, he looked no different. You could not tell no. that he had anything going on. He was fine. Not at all. Yeah. So I'm hoping he can do it again. He was always motivating for me because I, like you'd mentioned, he was really good. And I remember because he, he was a tough enough guy. Yeah. And, uh, and so for me, I was like, wow, like it's great. Like this was a guy that came in from tough enough and he picked this up really well. And uh, it was it was that was motivating for for me as a you know at 22 years old to see all that. So uh, positive thoughts with the whole Capitelli family, and uh, I think I think he's going to be you know he'll pull through this. He's he's as strong as they come mentally. So it's um, it sucks, but uh, he he seems to know how to turn negatives into positives with the best of them. So all right. So uh, on that note, starting off a little. A little sad. How do we lighten the mood here? I don't. No, it's it's you know I think it's gonna it just it's something that came up. I think it's important to talk about and whatnot. But it's uh, how's your week going outside of outside of hearing about that news? Well, week for the buck. One thing was uh, I had a really disturbing encounter, which I think I haven't told you about yet, and I'll tell you for the first time here because uh, I think you'll appreciate it. And I think the podcast audience will appreciate it too. I like when you save things for the podcast for me so I can hear for the first time. A lot of things I do because I'm like, I I, got to This was okay. So um, I'm at practice. I'm I'm training my guys. And uh, my my wife texts me. She said, I locked myself out of the apartment because, you know, we live in uh, we live in Queens and to go outside. We have to go through our door, go down the stairs, through another door and then a third door. And if it closes behind you, you get locked out. So uh, I thought you were going to say then you go through the the bar at it the 
an attic trap door through the bar and come on a ladder down through the bar. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have a drink and then go, go do your business. So she is like, hey, I got locked out. Um, and she got locked out because she was helping clean up. Uh, apparently, I'm not a good husband. I don't take the garbage out as, as, as often as I should. And I kind of get lazy. And because garbage day is, I know this is mundane, but... Garbage day is twice a week, and we can't put stuff outside. We'll get a ticket. So I put it out the window on our roof. You know who else is really bad at putting out trash, I remember, from a Triple H, supposedly, is really bad. Stephanie. <laughs> really? They did, they did that little segment with them, like answering questions on each other. Like, it may have been years ago. And one of the things, it was to see if they had, like, the same answers for each other, like, how well they knew each other. Okay. And it was like... And it was like, that was his one thing, like something, like he was horrible at taking out the trash. So ah, you're a lot like the game. That's right. So anyway, uh, she's like, hey, I got to take the trash out. She, she gets the trash from outside. It's on our roof. And there's all, apparently, this is gross, but there's maggots everywhere. Oh, and she's scared. There's of- one thing I can't stand. It's, it's fucking maggots. <laughs> so oh. she's freaked out and she she's running with this trash bag downstairs trying to like not have it fall into the apartment and she yeah. gets locked out. And I said, you know, I can't do anything about it. I'm at practice. Uh, you know, I'm like 50 minutes away. You know, go go get get our landlord to uh to let you in. She goes, "Okay, I will." So she goes She to, has the trash full of maggots? Well, she threw it out. She put it in front of the in front of the ha- in front of the apartment and it okay. just has to sit there until the garbage comes. Uh so she goes to our landlord. Now mind you, remember I talked about the baby stuff on the last podcast or maybe two podcasts yeah. ago yeah. about I feel uh, like it's every week now. It's it's around the corner. So yeah, so this is a little interesting. So uh, our la- I said our landlord is convinced that we have a baby, and that's why yes. he's going to put in a new air conditioner because of our baby. Yes. So, so she goes to, and I hear her laughing in the background right now. So she goes to the landlord, and she goes, hey, you know, I got locked out. You know, can I get the key? Can you help me get back in? He goes, absolutely. So he's walking with her and chit-chatting it up. And uh, out of nowhere, he goes, you know, like, oh, like, you know, small talk, and so, and he he talks very quick, and he's a real aggressive kind of like Greek guy. Very, he owns like eighty six properties, so out of nowhere, he kind of like keeps talking about stuff and keeps talking about having, having a having a baby, and he yeah. catches Is he her hitting on her. No, no, not at all. Oh, he's okay. just kind of like, you know, saying this and that. And he's like, he's like, how? By the way, how is the baby? And instead of my wife going like. I figured she would take the high road or like not high road, but I figured she'd be like, eh, to be honest, like, I think you, you have us confused with someone else. Uh, you know, we, we don't have a child yet, but we are thinking about it, you know, within the next few years. Instead yeah. she goes, Oh, the baby's good. You know, she, she Fuck entertains yeah. it. And that's, she, a, that's a wrestler's wife for you right there. It goes further She's, though. Then he goes, Oh, what, what, what's her name? And she just, oh no! She looks at him and goes, "Isabel." <laughs> and she calls me right after. She goes, "You're not gonna fucking believe this!" Like, she's like, "I just told, I just told the landlord that we have a baby named Isabel." And I'm like, "Isabel?" I'm like, "What are we fucking little little Isabel Buck, colonial Spaniards?" I'm like, "Where does that, that name come?" Perfect. She's like, "She's like, I don't know." She's like, "The name just came to me." And I just and and the guy's like, "Oh, Isabel, is that like a family name?" And she's just like, "Uh, no." And it's just awkward 
but this guy thinks we have a fucking daughter named Isabel. And Isabel. Wow. And that's, that's incredible. She's like, we have to move now. <laughs> she's like, we have to find a new apartment. So, uh, you, know, you know, all you need to do is just go buy one of those on Amazon. They have everything is go buy one of the little lifelike babies that you like practice raising and just have it crying like, or something. Yeah. 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 And just occasionally walk outside with the thing and like <laughs> you walk outside and just throw it in the back. Seat <laughs> I was walk by his window off. and just like wave to him and, huh, and then throw it in the fucking <laughs> trash. Oh, oh, jeez! Now That's... I keep text, but we keep texting each other. And I'll be like, "Hey, like, how how's Isabel doing? Did she eat today? Like, we've we have an imaginary child now. This uh, is the secret playing out where you're going to eventually just have Isabel. <laughs> so and then the uh, guy's going to wonder, like, in four years when Isabel's a, a legit baby, like, what the fuck is he's going to think it's a second one, which you're going to have to pretend it's another child. <laughs> uh, this, this lie is going to cost you like five kids. Well, that's the thing. She's, she's like, hey, like, what do I say now? I'm like, well, you can say that you're fucking lying about a baby or you could be like, oh, I got confused. She's like, should I say I have a twin sister? I'm like, I don't know. And she feels really bad. She said she almost threw up after. Like, she was so nervous that she said that. She's like, what do I do? I'm like, I don't know, but this is awesome. And I'm going to keep making jokes about this every fucking day. Now, what's going to happen is this is now... Lauren is going to become addicted to lying. She's, she's gonna, she, got the, she got the first taste of it, made her sick at first. It's like when you, the first time you smoke or do tobacco. Yeah, you're and right. It, and it makes you sick, but then you just can't help it. You want to do it again. You want to just feel that feeling again. And she's just going to start creating all these lies. And you're going to be like, what the fuck did I do to my wife? <laughs> all over. We just wanted just, an air conditioner. Fuck. Just stupid lies for no reason. Just on stupid shit. <sighs> like, Lauren, did you drink the last sea? you know? And fucking, you know, just, I don't even know where I was going with that, but she clearly did. <laughs> but, <yeah. laughs> Baby Isabel. Isabel Buck coming. So I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, what kind of name is this? Like, I think of like a queen, like that sent Columbus. I'm like, we're, we're both two pure Irish American people. But hey, baby Isabel, uh, that's coming soon. That is uh that's a hell of a story. I am glad you saved that for me. Thank you very much. What about you? What's going on this week? Good week for me. I uh I actually fly out uh this week uh for the Eternal Eternal Con in Long Island. Um have a couple uh appearances there Saturday and Sunday. Uh so I'm excited about that getting out of the house this weekend. But I got to catch up with a good buddy I, I grew up with, actually, yesterday. Uh, old James Suster, who's a big fan of this podcast, huh. over in Hawaii. He uh, has his family. They went on, like, a cruise and everything for, like, a two-week vacation. But um, they're here. His family lives here. I played baseball with him in high school. And he eventually, he's from Hawaii. He moved back there. And he's a teacher. Principal out there, I'm sorry. Oh, wow. Um, and he has a whole family now and everything. And. Actually, he might be actually swinging by the old big guy compound for Fourth uh, of July ah. uh, to, to light. We're gonna have the kids like, play in the pool, and um, I'll be out there in my speedo going down the slide. <laughs> Just I, creep, creepy Ryback. I like the fact Ryback. that this, hearing this stuff, I really like because you. you you're the queen of queen. <laughs> you're the you're the king of. <laughs> Wait, are we, are we talking about Big Gay Ryback again now? Which oh, we'll talk Jesus. about that later. Jesus, fuck, huge it. hit, huge hit. I, I wanted to put up that thing with uh, that graphic, the Big Gay Ryback signing at our, at, at the Comic Con, but I, yeah. I kept that in. Hold on, we'll talk about that. Finish this story where you're okay. going with this, because I'm intrigued by what you were going to say. I'm the king of what? Uh, you know, staying indoors, do kind of yeah. staying yourself, but to hear that you had a little 
a mini. I think maybe you might be secreting, you know, a little future family life. Compass, yeah, yeah, you never know. Stuff like that. I built my house like it was for a family. It was just me. <laughs> like, I remember Daniel Bryan giving me, sh- why do you need a house that big? Why do you need, because it's built as like, it's technically five bedrooms, but it also has an apartment suite, a two-bedroom apartment suite attached to it and a game room. So I think it technically, in an office, so it's like, it could like technically be like a seven or eight bedroom deal. You could have like 12, I, 12, 15 people live there easily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, it really could ha- hold a lot. And, but I was just like, oh, I had it made for the future. Sure. Like, which Dan, Dan just appreciated because me and my love of Terminator, everything's just revolves around the future with Terminator. <laughs> and like, and he, cause Dan is very simple and being efficient. And I, and I told him, well, I go ahead, the solar panels put on so I don't waste energy and things of that nature. But it, when just one person living here, it is, <laughs> I sometimes do, but I filled the house up with so many things. So it's like, everything is essentially being used all the different, like, and I got guest rooms and stuff, but I do sometimes like, Oh, this is a little much for just one person. Cause I, I sometimes feel like I was like, I miss living in just an apartment sometimes. Okay. It's so much more. It's just simpler. Yeah. When you have a bigger house, it's more you in like, it's, I'll sometimes like walk by my ping pong table and pool table and feel like I have to play it because I have it. And like, it, it's, and I'm like, no, it's fair when you have people over, but I don't fucking have people over because I'm such an introvert at, most of the time. Sure. Like, I just like to just fucking sit and listen to audiobooks and learn and like, but when I'm around people, I love being around people. Yeah. So I'm, I'm like, I can go from just wanting to be alone and not wanting to be around people to all of a sudden just loving a whole crowd around. Like, mm-hmm. You know, and, and drunk on the bar, fucking with my shirt off, beating dancing. on my chest. <laughs> dancing, yeah. It, with its raining men. Uh, <laughs> no, but uh, it was good to catch up with him. He, he, just, he loves the podcast. He, and he's like, he doesn't watch wrestling. Um, he, he watched me when I was on before, but he's not like a... So he's a normal person. <laughs> yeah, totally, dude. Totally normal family guy. And he just, he just loves listening to like just the shit we talk about. Okay. And uh, he, like, a very, it was, like, a good insight into from a regular person and stuff. It's not even the wrestling stuff. He just likes the banter and, and whatnot. So I was like, that's good. Good feedback. So it was good to catch up with him. And um, I told you weight training this week. I've actually, my, I actually had a, a, an appointment with my stem cell doctor today. My shoulder is doing phenomenal. And uh, they are thrilled with the progress. The He, he told me, he goes, just take it easy still. He goes, I, I can already tell looking at you how excited you are telling me how you're good you're feeling um, because my weights have doubled in the gym this week, like if, if not even more than that um, on everything that I was just doing the week prior and I'm having no pain or no pinching and, and uh, the, the cartilage is regrowing around my joint at a very fast rate. So mm-hmm. I'm um, in the, the stem cells work for six months of the healing. And he goes, the fact that you're already feeling this good he goes, I, I am completely confident you're going to make a full recovery. And so it's, uh, I'm just getting a mentally, I'm starting to like in the gym, I feel like I'm getting my swagger back a little bit. Like, yeah, uh, you sent me pictures of the old weights today. I'm like, ah, oh, he's, and he, you needed that, man. I think you were losing your mind for a while, not being able to. I haven't been able to do the train, like and do like any of the, the boxing or Muay Thai or like the weight training is such, you know, as being a weight, anybody that lifts weights, like for me, it's always been such a. Uh, just a, a stress relief. You have to be able to, to go in. You have to do it. Like you just yeah. have to. 
Like, if I looked like a complete tub of shit and just ate fried chicken all day and pizzas, just going to the gym that three hours, though, just for the mental feeling that it gives me that high mm-hmm. is why I do it. Like, that's why like, I love doing it. So it's like when I go there and I'm lifting with fucking three little plates in the machine or four little plates and just endless reps, and I'm like, I, I'm not getting, I can't even get a pump. But like, I'm just, now I feel like I can actually, I, this is the first week where I'm like, Looking in the mirror, if you remember that movie Beethoven, of course, where the 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 little nerdy boy in it, the white boy, yes, when he like so, he looks in the mirror with his shirt off and he like beats on his chest really quick. Mm-hmm. That's that's me right now. Like I'm <laughs> I, I'm feeling I'm okay. Like I'm taking off my shirt again and I like I I feel it's just it's a slight difference, but it's enough to where I'm like all right, I'm starting to feel like the big guy again. <laughs> It's a real, I really fucked myself over giving myself this nickname. I really have. Gotta live Just up, like, man. People like, like the muscles. Did Scott people, Hall? They, they, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'll never forget Scott Hall at that appearance. He, he's, every time he sees me, he, he, he lectures me on how I need to be in gimmick wearing a tank top and fucking spandex or who knows what at these signings. Hey, yo. Just probably throw a fanny pack on and go all brothered <laughs> out. And like, he's like, let the people see the muscles, bro. They, ain't nobody look like you. And like, and I, but I'm just thinking in my head, like, I, like I'm all fucked up in the head, Scott. I think I look like shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I can't explain that. To, I just go by how I feel. So uh, e- even if I did, like if I was in my best shape ever, I don't think going to a signing and just being in, I don't know, like I just, I can't, I just can't do it. Yeah. I, I never have. I, I don't. It's like I've I've always been I'm that guy that wear I like wearing the big baggy shirts and yeah that's true uh, like I occasionally when I'm I'm feeling good I'll take the shirt off and have a tank top on underneath and whatnot and uh, but but usually it's a big baggy shirt and I'm not looking to uh, to draw more attention to myself so hmm. but a uh, good week everything's looking good I'm, that August return is uh, right around the corner and uh, it'll be nice to get back in the ring and and start fucking just feeling alive again. Great. On that note, why don't we start a little, uh, let's get a little music going. Do you want to pick a song? Or you want me to pick a song? I think we got some, some things we want to plug. Oh, yeah. I got a good song for us this week. I've uh, put it on my Snapchat a couple times. It's uh, since I'm feeling so good this week, uh, Alphaville Forever Young is, uh, it's been playing nonstop for the big guy this week because I'm, I'm feeling young again, Pat. I feel like, just a young, hungry, 20-year-old, just ready to a fucking attack life, grab life by the throat, and choke the fuck out of life. All right. All right. With that, can we set this, set this bad boy up, Eddie? All right, guys. For all fan mail for the big guy Ryback, please send to P.O. Box 752740, Las Vegas, Nevada, 89136. I love hearing from you guys. Feed Me More Nutrition is available on feedmemore.com, available now on Amazon with free prime shipping. And in Las Vegas, I just restocked their inventory the other day, Spartan Nutrition in North Las Vegas. I'm also actually, I'll talk about this later, LVAC, the biggest athletic clubs in Vegas. Uh, A big deal I got going on with them here starting in July. Wake Up, It's Feeding Time, the motivational book by the big guy Ryback, available on Amazon. Guys, I, I can't thank you enough. Uh, if you have read the book and you have enjoyed it, uh, please, uh, reviews on Amazon are greatly appreciated. Uh, that helps the cause. Feed Me More merch now on Amazon. The link is available at feedmemore.com for Feed Me More merch on Amazon. Fuel Meals, save 10% with discount code 
the big guy. It's the personal, the personal, the personal meal prep service of myself. Feeding Time 2.0, the official theme song that I use on the independence, is available on iTunes. And this podcast, Conversation with the Big Guy, guys, please continue to share and review. And let's get this thing over 100,000 listens every week and keep it growing. And uh, we're, we're going down the right path with this. The, this week, I actually got a big appearance uh, coming up, Pat. Uh, wrestling Under the Stars for Northeast Wrestling. Myself, the beautiful Mandy Leone, Mick Foley, Jerry the King Lawler, the mouth from the South, Jimmy Hart, Cody Rhodes, and many more are all going to be appearing Saturday, July 8th, 2017 at 7 p.m. Autograph signing starts at 5 p.m. Tickets start at $15. You can get your tickets at northeastwrestling.com. And with that, the official Feed Me More Nutrition Facebook page at Feed Me More Nutrition and the official Twitter for conversation with the big guy at CWTVG. And that is it for the big guy this week. All right, Russell Pro returns, or dare I say, debuts Allentown, New Jersey on July, Thursday, Thursday night show, big in summertime. RussellProOnline.com to get your tickets. Ryback will be there. Cody Rhodes will be there. Hornswoggle will be there. Uh, you can also check us out August 10th. We're doing a fundraiser for the NYPD, WrestleProOnline.com. And uh, when I have future dates and all my September stuff, I also, I don't know if I should be saying this, I'll be wrestling uh, for Impact on their live events coming up, I believe, August 4th and 5th or 5th and 6th. To be determined, but they've been kind enough to uh, feature Create a Pro in a match, which is always great of, uh, you know, great working relationship with old impact wrestling and when i get more details i'll be sure to relay them but go check them out i believe it's impactwrestling.com and uh that's oh if you want to be a wrestler creativeprowrestling.com you can train with me and uh and kurt hawkins over in new york and me and mario bocara and, and old danny moff in new jersey and that's all i got did you say that you're going to be doing something with Impact Wrestling? Did you say you're wrestling? Yeah, so they're uh, they're having live events in um, their first live events in a long, long time coming up in in the month of August in New York, and uh, you know I've always had a real healthy relationship with with Jeff Jarrett and Global Force. Yeah, and you know I was kind of always on a lot of their shows, and me and Jeff worked together a lot too. And they've been very kind, kind enough to uh, kind of... I like Jeff. Jeff has always been... Him and Karen, when I met them at your show that one time during WrestleMania week, they were... uh, They just seemed like good people. Just a solid family. You know, they got a a lot of... They got a lot of kids. They got, I believe it's four girls and, and one boy and... You know, they're just yeah. great people, man. I, I mean, I liked a, his son. His son was always was coming over quite a bit. I liked his son. Oh, was Cody. Very nice. Yeah. So and, uh, it, was, uh, it was cool. So throughout the years, you know, uh, they, they, they know how hard I work with uh, the old school. And, you know, they agree to kind of have, you know, ma- uh, a match kind of featuring some of the talent from my, both of my schools. So I'm looking forward to uh, having that on both events. Could we do? Could you pitch to have you and Drew Donovan team up to uh, take on Crime Time for a for a special <laughs> impact, just like we did at Orlando before that TV SmackDown TV or on SmackDown TV? I think that Christmas episode. I think it was back years ago. I still remember to this day. Well, I think that uh, Drew Donovan. I- I'm I'm getting in. I'm becoming a body guy, and Drew Donovan's been a body guy for years. So I'm gonna have to. Pull the old no card on that one. I got. I got to. I got to look good, man. I got to get my stuff in. 
I would like if you guys do a body Donna's gimmick type deal for this, just for the and just for this one show, <laughs> and uh, but but maybe more modern, obviously a little more caught up with today's infomercials. Okay, and uh, I don't know what that is. Maybe maybe coming out. Ah, I was going to say coming out. You got your your feed me more nutrition shakes and, and but then will Sunny I be managing you, us? You pull the you hold the, you know you, she's appearing on one of your shows I just saw that I'm on coming up here so September if anybody 8th. can yep if anybody can make that happen it's you <laughs> uh, I like Sunny she's a good girl yeah no I've met her uh, before at the WWE Hall of Fame she's a very very sweet woman but uh well with that we'll go ahead and we'll take our first break and we'll be right back after this guys if you're anything like us you like to enjoy a nice ice cold soda every now and then. Be hefty if your calories are artificial sweeteners that come with it. With Zevia, you don't have to pick your poison. You won't feel awful worrying about the potentially stupid or harmful side effects. Because with Zevia, there are none. Zevia uses the all-natural sweetener Stevia. and doesn't have any caramel coloring either. The result is a delicious and safe soda with none of the nasty stuff. Zevia has 14 flavors of soda, 4 flavors of sparkling water, and four flavors of awesome energy drinks. This is the naturally sweetened pop you and your family will crave. And Zevia is giving you the opportunity to try their products for yourself for free. That's right, for free. If you live in the U.S. or Canada, just go to zevia.com slash podcast and sign up. And they'll mail you a coupon for a free six-pack. What are you waiting for? Head to zevia.com slash podcast and get your hands on some ASAP. Don't forget to tell them Mark for Life sent ya. The following advertisement has been paid for by the big guy Ryback. Are you hungry? You know I'm so hungry, big guy. Hey, Mark. What brings you here? I'm just here to hang out with my all-time favorite superstar of all time. What brings you here? Well, I'm doing a paid advertisement for Feed Me More Nutrition. Available at feedmemore.com. Big guy, that is music to my ears. Do you tell the people about your ISO-hungry grass-fed whey protein isolate, the best-tasting protein on the market, Wake Up Unlimited Energy, the strongest pre-workout on the market, and the big guy, all-natural testosterone booster, my personal fave. Big guy, you're on to something with this Feed Me More Nutrition. It is some top-quality stuff. Well, thank you, Mark. It is Feed Me More Nutrition Premium quality, the highest quality supplements on the market today. Available now at feedmemore.com. But wait, there's more. Just for being a listener of Conversation with the Big Guy, you can now save 10%. That's right. Save 10% at feedmemore.com on all Feed Me More merchandise and apparel and Feed Me More Nutrition with discount code PODCAST10. podcast one zero. Podcast 10. Thank you, guys. And we're back. The uh, Stay tuned, guys. Our main event tonight. We have a good one for you. The top 10 guys we would like to see in the WWE today. Is, uh, you got a good list for that, Pat? I think so. And I think I went inside and outside the box. I mean, I'm sure there's people from NXT... Or, or, but, but the rules are people we want to see on WWE television in some capacity, correct? Yeah, yep, absolutely. And uh, there is no right or wrong, obviously, because there are lists. 
But uh, last week, actually, for the first time, I don't have the exact numbers here. I actually screwed up and didn't make the poll long enough, but I have a feeling you were going to win no matter what. WCW One Night Only uh, took, the, took the number one position for uh, pay-per-view concepts from last week. So congratulations on that. It was a victory well-earned. You know, I, I want to I accept that victory, but I, I really think that a lot of the people that vote are not the same people listening to the podcast. They just find, they, they just see it for the first time, like, oh, I'll pick, though. Because Big Gay Ryback crushed the competition, and uh, what was the second winner? I can't remember, but it, it just seems like they picked the coolest name. Like, oh, I understand that. I'm just going to pick oh, it. Oh, yeah. By the way, homeless my, my buddy James in Hawaii that I met yesterday, he couldn't believe Homeless Ryback didn't win. He thought that was <laughs> – he, he said he laughed his ass off at that entire – I go – I go, I had no idea he was coming up with that. I said, that entire thing, how that played out. And I go, the, like, I go just, he goes, you getting the money doing 8 by 10s and pictures before the show to buy your drugs during the show? <laughs> 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 with, the whole feed, with the whole Feed Me More thing. What a, the, the Feed Me More very easily can transition into fucking homeless Ryback. It could be a lot of things. It could be the, the call of a nation or the call of a struggling group in society just me with a, a huge beard my hair all grown out all shitty uh obviously because i suffer from male pattern baldness as our friend pointed out and uh just fucking outside of wwe shows with my sign feed me more please <laughs> please Get a cup of change jump <laughs> you know i walk by a bum every single day i don't want to be a jerk but i, I have a problem with this bum that I walk by every single day when I go to the gym. Really? Because I don't, I don't believe he's a real, a real, you know, I know, look, I know people are, are homeless. Yeah. I get that. I understand. But when I walk by this guy, I see him every single day and he's always sitting there. And he's always asking for fucking money. He has five different pairs of shoes. Wow. That I've, that I've seen him. I've noticed him wearing different sneakers and different dress shoes. And I'm like, this guy isn't legit. What, 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 you know, homeless person has five different pairs of shoes. I'm like, I, I hate his guts. And every day I walk by, I get a little yeah. extra angry when I see him. That's a tough one. Uh, I, I routinely will, will, will throw like usually a 10 or a 20 spot on when I feel I go by, by how it makes like, I it's feeling because there's some, you just get that vibe. You don't, you don't buy into it. Right. And then there's others. Yeah. You can almost just tell looking at another human being's eyes, the desperation and like, Yep. It's not to say you could do it every time, um, but but there's I I know what you're talking about. Where if you see this guy every day and you've seen him in five different pairs of shoes and it's that obvious, yeah. But it's again like out here in Vegas, so you know it, it gets 110, 115, 116 degrees, and I see some of these guys. Out there, I'm like, man, you know what? No matter even if they th- that's work, no matter what. But I almost look at it like. If he, they're in Vegas and they're out in the middle of the summer, they're probably legit if they're out in this yeah. heat. Like, because otherwise, why the, you know what I mean? That's a tough. Sure. To, to, and they're burnt. Like, you could tell, like, that's another thing. For me, there's different things out here. I could tell if, you know, if they're really burnt or like some of them don't have shirts on or their forearms are super red. I could just tell they've yeah. been out there and like clearly they're struggling. Like, like so it, it's just, it's a tough, it's a tough deal. To, but I, I know there, there's some people that milk that and others that don't. And it's like anything else in life. There's good doctors, bad doctors, good mechanics, bad mechanics, and good homeless people, bad homeless people, or people that are pretending to be homeless people. So it's sure. Uh, no, but it's, uh, 
It sucks. It, it sucks to even feel that way. Yeah, it would be nice to want to be able to give anybody in that position money. But if, mm-hmm. you, if you see them every day like that, it's, it's, it's tough. Have you ever stopped so, and talked to them? No, I hate them. I should just walk <laughs> just, by. And... Wait, but maybe, have you ever thought that maybe if you just said, you know what, fuck it. I want to try to understand this guy a little better. And, and like just, just a simple one-minute conversation. Because you'll either know, like, you know what, I really do fucking hate this guy. He's a piece of shit. Or, you know, mm-hmm. fuck, he gives you a piece of his story and he sells you. And then I just you, see him. He's always sitting out there during peak business hours. And I'm like, and I walk by and I have my headphones playing on. Playing on his cell phone. And at first I felt bad. I'm like, oh, man, you know, he's, he's down on his luck. And then the next day I noticed, wait, he was wearing red shoes yesterday. And then I started to keep a mental track of all the different shoes that he had. Oh, that's and in I'm the like, rule book of homeless people. Like, you're not supposed to wear red shoes. That's like on the top of the rule book because that draws extra attention to you that when people come by again... If you don't, because red is just such a powerful color. You got, <laughs> He's trying to draw people in. He's a worker. But He's he, a legit worker. You got to go, go the white, dirty, beat-up shoes. If In the, the homeless rule book that I saw years ago, that was at the top of the list. I thought so. That's what I, that's what I remembered. And he had brown dress shoes on like two days ago. And I'm like, he, he, and, he, and the way he moves around, it strikes me that he's... He's drugged up. Like, you, you see the mannerisms. I'm like, yeah. I think this guy, like, just sits out here for hours, gets some fucking money for, for drugs, and he's just fired up the whole time sitting there. What, so. are, what are the odds you think he was a former worker? Uh, very high. You know, I could, I could see him <laughs> maybe mid-80s, early 80s. He might have had a New little York bit of a circuit. run. Yeah, a little indie run at some point. A little bit. Anybody, little bit. any yeah. old person I see with long hair, I just assume they're a former worker. Because otherwise, I don't see the point of having the long hair, but I just assume it's like a wrestling thing. <laughs> I don't know. That's just my, I see a guy with long hair and I just, I, go, I, I figure he worked at some point in time. My wife does that. When she sees someone and she's like, oh, that guy really does look like a brother. Like the fucking long hair or like a, a beard kind of hobbled over. Yeah, I'm telling you, it's, it's the majority. I feel like if, I'm next. You know what I'm going to do next time I see some anybody with long hair. I'm just going to ask, "Hey, man, you ever thrown a working punch?" And just see what they say. <laughs> Give them the old two finger handshake. Yeah. Give them the old too sweet. Hey, brother, you're a too sweeter tweeter. Fuck. Oh man, they did. Someone did not like that last week. I said that the the two sweeters do not like this podcast, and that Wait. got me a little. Your heat's rubbing off on me. I'm losing my uh, small amount of, of credibility. Well, I'm waiting of, for you uh, just to kill yourself here. It really is. <laughs> it's very overwhelming when you see, like, it, that's the wrestling. Every wrestler, I told you, it's just, it's like, welcome, welcome to this crazy world. Um, no, I'm kidding, obviously. But it's, uh, that's, the, that's what happens when you are on a platform or you are in a position for other people to hear. Um, you you open yourself up to their opinion, and uh, sure. it doesn't matter what their credentials are or anything like that. So you just gotta kind of just roll with it. I always have fun with it at this point. I still block every single stupid motherfucker that exists that does it, <laughs> um, but it's you gotta just have fun with it because otherwise it will eat you alive. But again, usually clicking on their profile picture, either one there's there is none, or two you see their profile picture and it you just smile and you. You understand, so, and you get it. Yeah, you get it. Yeah, that happens. But so uh, you want you want to talk wrestling news, or you have anything else before we begin? Yeah, no, I think we can get into some wrestling news. I was gonna say it's been uh, with Feed Me More Nutrition. Uh, 
now that the Amazon situation has worked out, we're, we're trying to get the approval in the UK now. And uh, okay. we've just sent more paperwork over. It's um, We're waiting to hear back on that. It, it's it, it's going to be a much simpler process, hopefully, than the United States part. And uh, once that's approved, I can literally start sending inventory over. So it's just, again, it's just a waiting game. So everybody over in Europe, uh, please hang tight. Feed Me More Nutrition will be there sooner rather than later. Uh, I get a lot of questions on the fat burner, uh, Shell Shock Extreme Fat Burner. I believe I just emailed uh, the manufacturer yesterday. I'm waiting to hear back on a time frame on, on when that's going to be all done. And uh, I, I would anticipate the next four or five weeks tops, um, if not sooner. I'm, I've been really pushing to get this sped up a little bit. So it's, uh, But it's right around the corner. And uh, I'm now I, I'm going to be doing the San Jose Fit Expo at the end of July. Uh, for yep. all for all my West Coasters out here, and uh, whatever the fuck I'm talking about right now, I don't. <laughs> I don't I, yeah, I don't even know where that. Like, I felt like I had to say something cool after saying the West Coast. Like, Jesus, West Side. Uh, that was my high school, Western High School. Oh, it, it was a, a primarily. It was a very. Oh, we had a very uh, large black population at, at my high school before I switched over to Palo Verde my senior year. Um, but Western, we were a badass football team, and uh, I always took pride in that, um, that, that I w- was heavily involved uh, in sports there. But uh, the, the big thing was, was West Side, and we had to throw up the W. Uh, All right, like a that, Tupac video. It was literally to intimidate the other team. I, I kid you not, it was, I, and I am just, I am a fucking white guy, Pat, just through and through. <laughs> I, uh, but I, I always had fun. We listened to rap music, you know, before the games and murder, murder, kill, kill. I forget who sang it, but that song played every, every goddamn night before game day on Fridays. I have fond memories, actually, of all my high school football days. But, uh, and I actually, like Al Bundy, I, my, my, my pride and joy, I was actually, I was a halfback, believe it or not. And I started, and I, I fullback, uh, in a primarily Jeez. black school. Uh, and then I moved to bench. Kind of big to be a half, to be a, to be a I, running back. I, I was, but I was fast before. My, I was always very quick. And, uh, I okay. Was, but um, I, I scored four touchdowns in one game against Bishop Oh, jeez. Like, like Al Bundy? This is, actually, this is my Al Bundy moment. I, my, my biggest game was four rushing touchdowns uh, against Bishop Gorman, uh, and it was at the, the UNLV Stadium on the turf. And uh, I, I, I don't talk about it much. I'm pretty humble about it, but I figure this is my podcast, so toot toot. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, but uh, I'm going to be doing the San Jose Fit Expo with Feed Me More Nutrition uh, at the end of July. I believe July 28th and 29th that weekend. I'm getting all that organized that. and, and got to send in the application here and pay the fees and going to be making the uh, eight or nine hour drive up to San Jose and uh, assembling a crew and um, feed me more nutrition. We're crossing over into that fitness world now, now that I kind of have everything in place. And, uh, but for me locally, uh, I- I'm, I'm trying to get into more stores locally. So uh, I, I go to the Las Vegas Athletic Clubs here, the LVAC. It's the biggest gym in Las Vegas. Uh, amazing gyms. I believe they have five or six huge locations. And I am now, uh, I have just, with their, their, the woman who uh, organizes all that um, for advertising, I met with her yesterday. And uh, I have everything be in production. I'm going to be advertising with LVAC uh, moving forward. So I'll be on all the, their TV screens with like little ads and whatnot and have brochures and I'll be doing uh, demonstrations 
Uh, and I have a team to do that every month. I'm allowed one, one a month, um, which they said they actually they let me do a little more than that, where I set up the, you know, the, the product samples and give all give away free half gallon jugs and water bottles and shaker bottles. And, uh, and just, it's, it's cool. It's, it's cool to see this grow. Um, the way it is right now for me and to still be able to wrestle and do everything and and do this podcast and balance everything out. It's, uh, it's been a good year for me, man. And, but I'm really, I'm looking forward to, uh, it's peace of mind knowing that this is going well so early on because, because I really want to be able to concentrate on wrestling 100%, you know, uh, when the time comes here, come around in August. So when I'm, I'm back healthy and feeling good. So thank you to everybody out there though, but feed me more nutrition. It is growing day by day and, uh, I can't thank you guys enough. So that's all I just wanted all to right. say on that. Okay. Moving on. We'll, uh, we'll talk a little wrestling cause that's what, uh, most of you want to hear at least this is a wrestling show, but I think the biggest thing this week, which I encourage you to watch. And I think it, uh, kind of, um, I don't know, set, I don't want to say set the standard. It kind of set the pattern for things to follow this week in wrestling is glow on Netflix. We kind of briefly mentioned it last week. I watched it. I know you watched it. What did you think about it? Yeah. You got on me the other day. You're like, you need to watch this. Cause you're like, you go, yeah. it's super relevant right now. And it's something easy to talk about. And I was like, okay, I'll put it on and, uh, I don't watch a lot of TV. I watched the first three episodes and I fucking love it. It is, mm-hmm. uh, I actually threw a little Snapchat up of me with the first episode on the, the intro the other day. And, uh, it's, I, I'm a big fan already of the, uh, is he the, the trainer or the, the guy in charge with the mustache? What's his name? His, his name on the show is Sam Sylvia. His real name is Mark Marin. He's actually, I told you before that he, he's kind of the grandfather of podcasting. He's, okay. he's the first one he really got podcasting over let's just say that all right i'm gonna have what was his podcast uh it's called uh wtf uh that's the name of his podcast and it just i mean he's really the one that kind of it's not a wrestling podcast though right (laughs) no he has had wrestlers on he's very good friends with colts he's actually friends with punk too and he's had people come over in his garage and like he started his podcast out of a garage i think he's one of the first people that set up the interview um type podcast and don't uh forgive me if i'm wrong but i'm pretty sure he's the first guy that really took podcasting to a popular level people are like what the fuck is this so but he he's doing a hell of a job yeah no it's he's i uh he's very entertaining on the show and it's i uh, i an appearance uh is uh john john morrison or um yeah johnny mundo i guess we should his hennigan whatever Hennigan, you want to call yeah. him sure um Play has a role in it, and I think Awesome Kong is in it, which I didn't even recognize her, and uh, and she's lost weight. She lost weight. She looks better than ever, and I think that this is going to be. It's so obvious. It's going to be picked up for season two. I've seen most no people doubt. Are really outside people love it. It's gotten five stars on Netflix, and everyone's really into it. The only people who I've seen critique it are fucking wrestling fans who have actually no tried way. to watch. I swear to God. I saw a lot of Facebook statuses with people going, you know, uh, my my buddy uh, Kevin Matthews put up a status like, man, I really love this stuff, blah, 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 it's great. And one girl wrote, I stopped watching it after like one or two episodes. The wrestling isn't good enough. Like watching it from a fan, pers- like as if it's supposed to be this action-packed wrestling show. It's like you guys Holy just missed this. Is such- 
shit. This show is such a shining light for pro wrestling. I don't think people realize it. Like, it's such a good thing for people involved with it and just for the business overall that it's something creative that entertains people in the mainstream yeah. that's not a piece of shit. Was like, that, it's, it's, and I imparted my French, but was that dumb bitch expecting 20 super kicks in the first two scenes? Expecting something. I, I swear, mean, people, it is, they just make me bang my head and scream stupid. It's yeah. holy shit that you can't you, watch a TV show. It like, oh, don't get me you started. You know who but, really didn't like it? Who's that? This is going to make you mad. Our, uh, our little buddy Hornswoggle watched it for five minutes before he turned it off. Of course. He has ADDs, <laughs> short attention span. I told him, I was like, what? Not enough uh, flips and uh, not enough light tubes for you? He's like, yep, exactly. But it, it's a good fucking thing. And, That's not even you know, Hornswoggle, you little piece of shit. Fucking go back and fucking watch it. Give it a chance. Watch it. God. He's just sitting there sipping on his little grape Zevia, fucking angry at the world. <laughs> like and the original glow i mean was not a good most of the women on it i don't know if they had any wrestlers whatsoever they might have they might not have and if i'm wrong forgive me but uh you know most were actresses and models and dancers like the wrestling on the actual glow show was not very good it was you know it was bad yeah but it was but entertaining you know what i wanted to say watching and i noticed this on when the the the, the blonde came in with the baby and they had the fight in the ring over mm-hmm. her fucking her husband or whatever happened and whether that was fake or real, but the 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 guy the the mustache what's his name again I can't the, uh, Mark Marin it's Sam Sylvia Sam, on the show Sam yeah. Sam I, Sam yeah. okay that he has the flashback as, as them as the wrestlers and he's playing that out in their head but you know what the one thing and I was just watching I go this is what I've always said the women are lacking today is playing up to their sexiness. That yeah. the women on that they did a they did a body slam and in in whatever but then they got on the rope and just like shaking their ass I was like if a girl did that today that she'd be the most over diva on the roster rather than yeah. like that's why I always like like Melina doing the splits before not to be like not from a creep but like this is this is what makes women different than men because the women they could do what they could do all the moves not as good as the guys but it's just fucking, <laughs> just can't the, climb ladders can't climb ladders like we'll talk about that. That's a joke, guys. Uh, no, but like that's the one thing they have over men is that uh, yeah. that, that that sexuality that that men to ruin our lives. That, yeah, that men can sit there and watch and tell their their wives that no, I'm just watching wrestling, hon. And that comes on and they get away watching it. Like they mm-hmm. should play up to that. They could still do all the wrestling stuff, but just just throw me some sexiness in there. And just you got to think Billy Bob watching in the middle of fucking Bums Fuckingville, Arkansas. Just like that's what he wants to see. He doesn't want to yeah. see a fucking ten fucking star fucking headlock takeover or whatever. No. Else. And you know what? I to go further with that. This kind of annoys me too. There's a lot of fans out there, and I, I experience them a lot with, especially with my promotion, where they will mask themselves as like I love a good good women's match. I really appreciate the action stuff. Oh yeah, absolutely. I, I do too. You know, I I think that some women will be very ideal for what what you're talking about. Like like a girl like Lana comes to mind. Yeah. Or maybe someone, you know, a girl like Sasha Banks or Charlotte. Maybe not so much. They're athletes. Doesn't matter. But, I know, think I think you could still subtly do things. Okay. To, I still think it's they're all beautiful girls. They could all subtly do things. And I'm not saying they all have to go shake their ass on the top rope. I'm not but mm-hmm. like just play up the sexuality a little more. It just very, it's very subtle. 
And I'm telling you, it, it makes all the difference, I feel like, for that casual viewer. It does. And I mean, if people go, oh, that's so sexist, it's not. Trish Stratus would do the same thing every time she got into the ring. Yep. She would fucking bend over with her, her, her gimmicks hanging out and her hands on her knees. And she did that for a reason. So people could see her yeah, cleavage. It's, it's not like, sexist. That's what men and women were put on this earth to reproduce and to be mm-hmm. sexually attracted to each other. Like, it's not... You think women watch and the guy like the women check out the guys all the time, like all yeah, the time. Yeah, of course. Because why the fuck else would you fight in your underwear? I went with Lauren with uh, and she brought her sister and who never watches anything, and she was drooling over Randy Orton. Yeah, literally, like was being doesn't watch like never, and was was pissing off my buddy because my buddy was they were dating at the time. And oh, she was, like, that's the pictures. that's the worst of Randy, and I'm and I'm like Jesus Christ, but. It, let's not ignore that we're human. But what I was saying about fans, though, a couple of them, a lot of them, especially the males, they'll pretend that they're watching female wrestling from a point of view of action, like like that we would watch guys. <laughs> like from. Dave Meltzer is watching, like to, to yes, cri- to, no, but to critique it for the for the to, on the technical side for five stars. But he's also jerking off while he's trying to rate it for five stars. That's exactly <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Is that there's all these that are oh like, yeah fight, fight for female wrestling, like yeah, like you know the whole girl power stuff. And it's like no motherfucker, you guys just want to smell these girls' socks. Like yeah. stop pretending. Those that are the guys fucking... that go and buy their stuff on eBay or whatever and throw them gifts and all that other shit yeah and 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 it's i think it's great that the girls movement's happening right now which i was going to get to in the next thing because raw and smackdown mirrored what because i think they were talking about glow in the mainstream and that's an awesome thing but you know let's let's uh i like when the women are women too you know just a little bit and then get back to the fucking fake fighting but i agree with you it's not i'm not it's not i'm not saying overkill just just a little bit i think every that's their one major advantage over everybody else and yeah it it is primarily it is a male dominated the audience is majority male if i'm not and not for nothing we we do the same thing we flex we'll fucking you know what i mean like I'm playing. We may. I, if I'm out in that ring, I'm playing up to everybody, to the women, to the kids, to the to the other big gay Rybacks out there. Just the entire. <laughs> you want. You just want to appeal to all audiences, you know. But we're showing our masculinity. Yeah. Why can't they? Why are they only at this point showing a lot of? They're showing a lot of masculinity when they I should think, be. Yeah. Showing some feminine side. I think they're so hell bent on just. The, I think a lot of them too. Like it's. Girls have always been able to wrestle. It's not, but I think they're so hell bent, like, oh, we could wrestle just like the guys. And like, nobody's ever said you can't, guys. I think they sometimes get caught up on all that mm-hmm. rather than just like, just, just who gives a shit? Just go, yeah, just sexiness. The wrestling, you could do it all. It, it, you will, it will, I, I firmly believe it will just amplify everything for them even, even further. Cause it's something you can't, okay. every guy watching it. No matter how bad you want, you want them to watch you just for your wrestling. They never just will watch just for that. And because no, regardless, and, and you're wearing outfits already that 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 elicit that response. So why not play up to it? Yeah, and 100. percent Almost all of them have some sort of. I'm not saying enhancements, but a lot of them go with the fake hair or whatever. Oh, like yeah. it's very. This is aesthetic business, and you know, I actually started a women's promotion for a couple of wait, years. I had one every you didn't week. Know this? I, I feel like wait. This is like you telling me you worked at a gay bar in your fucking whitey tighties last week. Like, <laughs> yeah, every week, I feel like I, I learned something new about you. Holy you didn't know shit! That? 
No, I didn't know you started an all-women's promotion. What the fuck was its name? Okay. <laughs> You're going to laugh at this. Uh, and this is based on Glow. I started uh, years Bl- ago. Glow? Two- <laughs> yep. Jeez. <laughs> it was Bombshells Ladies of Wrestling. I, and I, can we restart this promotion? I you think- know who was in it? You know, Kong was in it. Kong wrestled a lot of time. Like really? I, I brought in some big talents for the, these events. Yeah, stars, <laughs> stars. I don't mean big by God. You gave me the old wink. Like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I had like Serena and Shelly and and you know, God, I had a lot of. Uh, I, I had some, but the thing was, it wasn't. It was a very tough. I, mean, I had a partner at the time, and he actually is now the owner of it. Um, I kind of got rid of it because it just wasn't for women's wrestling, at least for a lot of the country. It's kind of the same fans. There's a lot of passionate fans for women's wrestling and they fly all over the country to go to these shows. Yeah. But it's the same core group of a hundred to 200. You can't kind of go outside that, you know, 300, 400 realm. You can't, um, shimmer does once a year, but it's, it was, it was at some point financially rewarding, and then other times it wasn't. But yeah, I, I was uh, the founder of of Blow, of Bombshells Ladies of Wrestling. And you said, it, what What was the reason why it was, was it tough to kind of keep it going? Or is that what you were... Well, you know, yeah, you know what? Dealing with... The girls were tough to deal with, to be honest with you. Some were a breeze and some were, you know, I've never had dealt with talent where they have to know, well, I have to know if I'm a babyface or a heel. Or I don't want to wrestle with that person because this person is an embarrassment in my hometown and they're this and that. And <laughs> I, I had a lot of that and I wasn't used to that. And I, I have a lot of patience with a lot of things. And I'm like, wow, this is really a, a little bit difficult. And again, it just it, it wasn't worth the financial effort. So I passed it on to my partner who then became an owner who, you know, we don't speak about each other anymore. Yeah. But uh you know, he kept it going for a little bit. It just, it just wasn't for me. I, I would consider promoting a women's show again. Um, and they were actually really good events uh, with a lot of great talent on it. But it just still, you know, it was, it was tough. It was real tough. You know, if Lauren keeps up with her lying ways, she might be the perfect candidate to put in charge for Blow. Just to, <laughs> just to lie to all these fucking girls all the time and just let her fucking... You, she answers to you, but you let her deal with the... The women on that, and she can just tell them what they want to hear. But just she loves lying; she gets off on that lie, and it's oh uh, my god, you have me worried now. I'm thinking about that. So you think she's in there laughing she, evilly during the podcast at all of this? I could just like I could just see this all playing. Now you're gonna be like, dude, Lauren's just been lying about like stupid shit. I've found out like, and it's like not even she big. actually she did today. I remember like she, oh she my bites god. her nails. She bites her nails a lot. And uh, I always, I fucking hate that. I can't stand it. And like, I caught, I made a deal. I'm like, if you don't bite your nails for 30 days, I was going to get her this, this really nice Gucci bag. And she's like, all right. I'm like, you can't do it. She's like, I will. And I caught her bite her nails. And I said, you're biting your fucking nails. And she's like, no, I wasn't. I'm like, your, your hand is in your mouth. I just fucking <laughs> caught you. <laughs> I've never been, uh, that, I've never understood that. That's something I've never, I just clipped my nails today. Actually. I, uh, I've never, uh, I never, that never was something I got, I did as a kid. So I, but I guess it's just an addictive habit, right? Like they just, people do it. I, I, I have at least four or five friends that do it. Really? That bite their nails non to the I, bone. I wouldn't even know how to bite my nail. Like, I don't even know how you can, how do you get your nails? Like, I don't even, it blows my mind. 
People eat the skin around it. Everyone has these weird little little fucking God, habits. Human like, beings are so fucking strange. We all do the weirdest shit. Like, I mean, it's not. It's not I'm sure that that's not wasn't an uncommon thing a long time ago. But you would think some people that trait just stuck with them. Yeah. But yeah, glow, that's, man. Glow is. I highly recommend checking it out. It was. Uh, I, I thoroughly. I'm gonna try to watch. Uh, I'm gonna download a couple onto my phone for uh, the big the plane ride out to New York tomorrow. So. Yeah, Awesome Kong steals a show. Congrats to her. She stepped in. I don't want to even say stepped in shit. She lost the weight. She comes across like a real actress. There definitely be a season two. She can tell the wrestling business kind of, you know. And she's the sweetest girl ever. Yeah. Uh, Kia is, is, a, is a great, you know, awesome chick. So Did I, know, congrats to her success. Is Alex Riley on this show too? I saw a thing with him. I haven't seen him Yo, on the show yet though. You'll see, not to give you any spoilers, but he's on it. He wrestles Joey Ryan on an episode. So it's nice to see, too, that Glow kind of incorporated. They weren't snobs to, you know, they were. They embraced. I heard Chavo was responsible for training a lot of the girls. Um, you know, Alex Riley's on it. Joey Ryan makes a cameo. Okay. Uh, Morrison did his little thing. I don't know if there's any other wrestlers that are. In, oh, Carlito and Brodus are involved. Really? They have little spots on it, but it, it was just a nice overall presentation, I think, for wrestling, which, you know, there's sometimes you turn on wrestling and I'm like, fuck, I'm really, really embarrassed watching this. But yeah. it was cool to watch that show, you know. All right. Putting you on the spot, since if you you've you've seen a little more deeper into the show than me, if uh, yeah. and, you know, I have the, the coach or not the coach, the the guy helping out with the acting gigs. And, and I'm not really it's he's just throwing things out to see if there's. For a movie here or thing there, what would be? What would you see the big guy Ryback? Would you do you see a role for for me in this down the road? Well, if you want to fucking put on a wig and grow a pair of tits, we could fit you in a uh, season two. Could, I don't know. Could this possibly be the debut of the big gay Ryback? I think I broke a nail. Oh. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Uh, fuck. There, that that would be the, a... that would be the only way. By the way, that that character would live is outside of my, my infomercials on the fucking podcast is <laughs> on an acting thing like that in a movie world outside, even though, because it's just, it's not in the wrestling world. It's more, that's act. You know what I mean? Whereas I feel like rest, even though even in any world, if you do a role too good, you could sometimes pigeonhole yourself, but you know, you could have played this one role coming out. You'll see when the show goes on, there's a, Brodus and Carlito played the sons of a uh, of a famous, you know, the big girl on the show, yeah. Mach- like the big her, heavy girl. Her dad was the giant or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So her dad is actually the, the guy that that ends up killing Opie in Sons of Anarchy. Uh, oh wow! It's the same actor, and his sons are Brodus and Carlito. Okay. And I think you could have played easily one of his sons if you if you knew about because he's a bald dude with a beard and. That would have been the the perfect role. All right. Well, hopefully, you know, you never know down the road. But, uh, yeah, check out Glow, guys. It was uh, definitely worth checking out. So, also, uh, Raw and SmackDown kind of mirrored Glow. And I think it was obviously by by reason. Both of them had female main events, which I thought was a nice touch. And I feel like it wasn't forced. uh, And it was really kind of fun. I don't know if you saw Raw or SmackDown. I, uh, I, I caught a little bit of the Raw one, um, I saw the SmackDown Money in the Bank match, and um, I'm really disappointed in James Ellsworth for letting down men everywhere. 
um, for coming out and <laughs> failing to fucking save the match once again. Um, but yeah, no, I thought it, I thought it was really good. And then congratulations to everybody involved. And they uh, they played it safe on some of the bumps. I thought like they, it wasn't as extravagant as I thought on like. Uh, but that's they all worked their asses off, and it was I enjoyed it. Yeah. Okay. Um, one of the big things coming from TV this week. I don't know if you saw Miz's segment with uh, Lavar Ball or and his son, uh, the old Lonzo Ball, and I, I if you caught I that. Did, that, that I was did, all over yeah. ESPN. Yeah. After I heard about it, because I, I have it always DVR, DVR that and SmackDown, I went and checked that one out. And uh, with Lavar Ball, he's the dad, I believe, and Lonzo Ball is the son who just got signed by the Lakers. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. That man. What a I, uh, I, I enjoyed that. And I like, cause I could tell by like Miz, I can see when Miz is smiling and uh, it's, it's obvious. It's, it's just a fun deal that they're doing, but mm-hmm. it, it got out of hand at one point, I believe. Correct. Yeah. I mean, a, a couple, uh, N bombs were dropped and I, I don't know if, if the old dad was going off, not supposed to be doing what he was doing. And it, it just kind of, I think they sent Ambrose a little bit early and it, it just seemed a little, uh, a little awkward. You know what? I hate? And here's, I was heavily disappointed on me. I like Dean a lot. Um, when I heard his music, I just was so, I was very let down personally. I, I thought this was the perfect time. Um, I thought this was the entire point of this segment is it was going on. And then the, the, the younger son, you know, said, beat that, beat that yeah. ass. Eddie, you can insert a quote in here if you want with Eddie Murphy again. I love Eddie Murphy quotes. <laughs> Eddie Murphy, fuck you. I thought we were going to see the return of Hulk Hogan. Uh, brother, 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 brother. <laughs> Come out, fucking big boot everybody, leg drop on the entire fucking family, fucking Hulk and Pose, and fucking the Hulkster's back, baby. I was in, in one more fucking hot run. That's what I was. <laughs> I deep down inside. I, you think I'm kidding? This is what no, goes. No, no. This is I what goes it. through my mind. I'm watching, and I was like, "Man, if Real American just hit right now, the pop would be fucking enormous." And uh, <laughs> but we got Ambrose, and you know, it was all that was all cool too, and then whatnot. But um, I just thought the Hulkster would have been way better. Ah, uh, great. What else we have from uh, from this week? Uh, we got. Mm, sorry. Uh, Daniel Bryan had a hell of a reaction on SmackDown. Yeah, no, I uh, saw that also. Uh, I saw it, it was on the West Coast, West Side, uh, San Diego, and um, he always he always gets really good reactions still, which I think is just a testament to how over he was and, and how loved he is by the people. Because it's hard sometimes when you go to like a GM role to sustain those pops or that that I know, like you, you could see that with like not for nothing. Angle does a great job. But you can kind of feel it, even though he's still people are chanting the music. But it doesn't feel to me. It's almost like, oh, Kurt Angle's here, cool. But it's, instead of yeah. holy shit, it's Angle. Like Dan is still tremendously, like passionately over. Yeah, and it helps that he has like that Angle too. The thing is, I I think he's Angle's just such a badass that you want to see him kick at. Like it's just different. Um, mm-hmm. and, and where he has the suit on, and it, it's he doesn't do the entire. He doesn't do his entrance essentially. Where Dan can come out and do the yeses. You know what I mean? It's just, okay, it's, a, it's, I a, li- it's a little, di- I think his fan interaction is still, he's still able to keep that, that entrance essentially. Um, and it's so simple and effective. And, but like just to see the, when he hits the ring and like, you could just, you look, everybody's still that, that, that yes is, 
is so over anyways. And, and, mm-hmm. But he's over as well. And it just, I was just looking, I was like, man, you, and you see the things that you possibly him wanting to wrestle again. And I look at it like he's whatever he chooses to do and whatever happens. Cause I was there when he retired and, and I talked about it and we, we shared a moment together and it was like, I, I really, really like him a lot. He, before I left the building that night, he, and I know he, he probably didn't want to have to, to announce that at that. He would rather yeah. just wait. And, but you know, in Cody, I saw it's, it's Shakespeare and it's, you know, it's like, it's fake. WWE wants to make a production out of anything and get ratings for anything. And, and like, whether it's forever or not, because how many wrestlers have retired and come back and like, it's just, mm-hmm. it's a thing, but I think he will, I know his desire to compete is still there and it can't be easy for him to watch everybody else. All no. these guys that he wrestled on the independence when he was the man and they were coming up and now to see that they're in the spotlight and he's still, you know, he's still on TV and whatnot, but um, he'll make the best decision for him and his family. If he's able to compete, in a year or two years or whenever it is. And uh, it's, uh, he'll do the right thing. But he's, it just, I think that just goes to show that he's, people care about him. I think it's, sure. I think it's even deeper than just being over. I think people just genuinely care about him, which is, yeah. I think that's very rare for wrestling. Um, mm-hmm. Like, I, I, like, I, he's one of those, he's a true baby face. I don't think, like, he's, he's so loved now by people. He could never be healed. He, yeah. No, where like they always said, well, Cena can never be healed. Yes, he could. He easily could. People, he could. Yeah, easily. Easily. That's just bullshit. Like I don't want to hear that. That's just no. You don't want to let the merch checks go. That's all that that is. Sure. Like you, it, you pretend it's about the kids. It's like yeah. Well, the kids will just find a new fucking hero. That's it'll be fine. Yeah. Where Dan, I really think is, I think it'd be really, really hard to. I think after everything now that he's gone through, I think he's just so loved that there's mm-hmm. just such a baby face and. I'm just happy for him. I, I like that he still gets those reactions uh, being removed from that run that he had. So, uh, but yeah, I, I checked that out and saw that this week too. I uh, have a little bit of independent stuff here. I thought this is really interesting. I don't think you're aware of this. Have you heard about the promotion called Wrestle Circus? I actually, I have heard of it before. Yeah. Okay. There was a, a big headline or independent rumblings this week. Um, as you know, I know you're aware of the Evolve promotion with the promoter Gabe Sapolsky. Kind of, uh, he's the one that kind of works hand in hand with Hunter. A lot of stuff. Evolve is has a lot of you know good indie buzz talents. And, okay. Um, so basically, Wrestle Circus is an up and coming promotion. They've been really kind of hitting the bullseye in terms of really quality independent wrestlers and, and putting on a good show in, in Texas. And uh, they they introduced a new concept because, well, something changed in the world of independent wrestling where a lot of promotions used to make a little bit of money off YouTube and it doesn't exist anymore. YouTube changed their policies and they deem wrestling in terms of, I forget the word, I don't know if it's like questionable material or um, something like that, almost where like they basically took away any sort of like the what culture pro wrestling would get a lot of views on their things and they yeah. get money from the ads. They took away all that. Well, wait, so, so now if you have wrestling on YouTube, you can't get the, ad, the money from the advertisements. They, they, they reduced it substantially where it's, Whoa, I wonder why, why they did that. I don't know if, I don't know what the exact reason was. Maybe I should have done my homework more, but even places like our buddy Grimm from Grimm's toy show, 
who has a massive following, who he was doing well with it, they it they took it away because it's like whatever the questionable or suggestive material. It's I don't know if it's something from maybe something has to do with WWE because I doubt they took that away, but it's just something that has hurt a lot of independent promotions that revolve heavily on YouTube as a yeah you know, some income coming in. That's uh, that makes me happy now. Not not for that for them, but that I haven't. That's the one thing I haven't really YouTube's. I I have a YouTube channel that we put the podcast on, but I haven't. Sure. I haven't really. I, I, it's just never clicked with me. I never really, never explored that avenue. Um, and I'm glad I didn't now because that would have been disappointing to see. You know, if, it sucks. Yeah. Yeah. No. So I'm sorry to hear that. Russell Circus introduced a new concept where they actually had people that could watch their show for free. Um, and they had a thing through some sort of streaming website where you could actually tip the pro wrestlers. If you liked what they were doing or you felt like you wanted to donate monetarily, okay. you could actually click on something and give money to them, uh, which I actually thought, like, hey, who cares? Why not? I'm an independent wrestling promoter. You want to do that? I think there's nothing wrong with that. But Gabe Sapolsky of Evolve had huge words basically con- condemning this promotion on uh, how they're basically robbing the fans and 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 you know that's how basically how poor that is to do something like that. I don't know if you and, had any. Uh, so again, we tip for everything else in life, right? Mm-hmm. You go to a you go to a car wash. You you tip the people that that clean your car. You go to a restaurant. You tip your server. You know they have they have tip things on everything now. Literally sure. in like everything. Not, not to say that that's right or wrong, but. Why can't wrestlers then? If that if the promotions because the promotions don't pay a lot, right? That's what usually no, they don't. No so, one does. No, so it's why not? If somebody if somebody gives you something of service and they you have the option, it's not even like you're in person face to face where you feel that pressure that you have to. I see that as completely harmless personally. That if you just yeah. want to give them the option, I, I mean, again. It, there's there is no right or wrong like there really in this world there's not no right or wrong it's only what you believe so it's mm-hmm. it's i don't see how it hurts it's not like they're saying you must tip you know you know if ryback does three splashes you must tip him ten dollars or just like it's, <laughs> imagine that was a thing that would be pretty <laughs> funny actually i would you I, get tipped and you, you get a thing you're like fuck i have to go do this move all right <laughs> For every time the Ryback turns into the big gay Ryback in the match, you tip him twenty dollars and just <laughs> wrestling revolving around tips, just <laughs> whoring myself but, in the middle of that ring. Give me your dollars. Um, no, I, I mean people, everyone, everyone, people agree, disagree all the time. So it's it's whatever. I thought the same thing um, as you, but you know, because I even I get a little frustrated because it's hard for me to book. You know, a lot of. I book a lot of independent darlings on occasion and a lot of them will not confirm the date, even though I guarantee I pay them a lot more than these quote, well-respected smart mark promotions. They will hold the dates for them because it all comes down to the fear of upsetting the promoter who has the in with triple H if that, Ugh. and that is a fucking legit thing. Whoa. And it kind of, it, it sucks. Uh. Even though they, they'll make more money at my show, they will, eh, I'll just, you know, I need to get in line and, and do, do what I can in hopes for that fucking deal one day. Living, Sucks, living in fear is the worst way to live. I have nothing to say about that. I'm glad that I don't have to live through that shit. So, 
What else do we have this week? I had a couple other things here. We touched on it on the beginning of the show, Pat. That's we, you're supposed to be. Where? God damn it! Where's Conrad? Conrad! <laughs> hey, hey, hey! <laughs> I do have a lot of notes here. My favorite thing of this week that came out. I don't know if you heard old Scotty Steiner's interview. But then you take my seventy-five percent chance of winning. If we used to go one-on-one and then add sixty-six and two-thirds percent. I got a hundred and forty-one and two-thirds chance of winning at sacrifice. I, I actually, you, we talked about this before, and I saw part of it. Yeah, that was. Uh, go ahead and catch everybody else, else up on that. Well, he said a lot of things, kind of questioning. Uh, questioning is a light way to put it. WWE. You know, Scott Steiner was like my guy when I was younger. Like I really, I wouldn't expect that. My first AOL, <laughs> my first AOL screen name was Big Papa Superstar Eight Nine. Zero three seven, whatever my my zip code was when I was a kid, I okay. and I bleached my hair. I had short hair and bleached it. I'll have to put a picture up this week of I had the short bleached hair, just like just like him for a brief. That was my huge, you know. I was always a positive, great fan. I call fucking marks are the negative ones. Huge, huge Scott Steiner fan. Um, uh, growing up. And, uh, That's my screen name was Buff Buck Thirteen in tribute it's to all, uh, Buff. Everybody Bob. out there at, at some point. I, I loved wrestling, and I but I didn't wear the shirts around. I didn't wear the fucking championships around and, and shit like that. But you know, I bleached my fucking hair just like him, and I maybe kissed my biceps from time to time when I was flexing in the mirror as a kid. I'm not gonna lie, but uh, yeah, I've always man when he was in his prime. Fuck, but uh, what do you say? Well, he said a lot of things. The most hilarious things I saw was making fun of the Hall of Fame, how there's no physical Hall of Fame. Yeah. I don't have the exact quote, but that was one thing. But the main thing I got from that, this was reported by Ryan Satin on his website, is that Scott Steiner claims he had back in 1998 to 1999, I broke Wilt Chamberlain's record by sleeping with 15,000 women. He also added, I always thought that even though it's not listed in the Book of World Records, I was a Wilt Chamberlain uh, a fan of Will Chamberlain, and that was the one record, world record I needed to break. In 1999, I broke it. And for those doing the math, that meant that, meant that Scott Steiner slept with 41 women a day. Wait, is that for his entire... For one year. Oh, he, he was saying for one year, that's what... Uh, fuck yeah, that's great. Let's, if you don't know that that's just him, uh, he's, he's the man. Either way, the <laughs> fact that Ryan sat and reported that, Jesus Christ, Ryan, fuck. Like, fucking Mark. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's, that's what I want to see. No, but uh, I know he had some comment. Like, he's, he's always been, he just, he speaks his mind. And, and, you know, he's, I don't know what his history with Triple H is or whatnot. And, and whatnot. I, and I can't speak on that, like, or anything of that nature. So, but he, um, I've always said, like, like with Hunter, like I've always like I always I put WWE over, I feel like on a lot of things and whatnot. And I say mm-hmm. my truth on different things. And I don't know what his history is, though. Why? And obviously he's angry over certain things and whatnot. But anything could be rectified and smoothed over. And just he even says it. Just pay him. It's uh, yeah, he would accept. It. He should he should be in the WWE Hall of Fame. One hundred percent. There's no like, guys like him. They all paved the way. For us, yeah, like I, him as the Steiners or as his singles run, I at, believe both all, are all of, Hall of Fame worthy. Everybody that performed, all, like that entire generation, like those guys are like really big guy tips. Of real side. men, yeah, they are. They're real men. 
It's what it's fucking just. I wish I could have fucking. I would have. I, I would have thrived in that era. I would have been. I would have been all gassed up, Pat. 345, 50 pounds. I would have been dead. <laughs> I wouldn't be alive right now. But I, I would have been at the peak. I would have fucking God. You would have been in that no limit gang with Swole and uh, just fucking. I would have been guys. too big to wrestle. I would have just been. I would have just been a walking ball of water. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, it's good for you. Oh, well, I'll do more. <laughs> Feed me more. That's really all I got for the wrestling stuff this week, except for, nope, let's get to this. I missed this because it was on the top of the list and we talked about it early on. Yeah. During Raw, I noticed something um, that stood out to me because I noticed, you know, they'll occasionally plug something for the WWE Network and a graphic popped up with Kevin Owens and Chris Jericho right along. And I thought right away that was really peculiar to me because timing wise, they're not involved anymore. And, and, you know, Owens is on to his next thing. And I saw it a couple times. I thought, like, what the fuck is, is with this? Now, I didn't watch it at first. You saw it. You told me about it. Yeah. I went back and watched it. But uh, you were referenced in that. And I don't know if you want to take it from here and kind of talk about that because. No, they uh, have- first of all, thank you to WWE for putting me on your programming still. It's uh you know, good or bad publicity is publicity, so thank you. Um, no, but uh Kevin, they were referencing Mark Henry breaking an apple with his hands. Yeah. And that's something up there, uh I had routinely on different occasions that was always the thing with the Brooklyn Brawler. I would go and smash an apple with him and, and like he would get pissed off because he likes being the strong guy. And Brawler couldn't do it. Brawler does? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. I mean, Wade was involved in this, Stu Bennett. Um, it was kind of a joke for a while, my first couple of years up there, where I would I would get an apple and, like, smash an apple in front of Brawler. And, like, I go, you can't fucking mm-hmm. do it. And he would get really he'd – get, he'd get hot <laughs> over it. But Brawler finally – this is this is pretty funny. I mean, sitting in catering one time, literally sitting down eating my food, and – Brawler had had gotten an apple, and to this day, I'm 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 just gonna tell the truth on this situation. He softened the apple up by like digging his fingers into it over and over again and getting pre pre little cracks in the apple. Okay. And he he comes in into catering just like a ball of fire, just fucking hot baby face storms into catering. I'm sitting at the table eating. Right back, right back, right back. You never break, break a fucking. I can break this fucking apple. And he fucking just comes over the table, and breaks the apple right off, like by on the table, all over my food and all over the table. And <laughs> oh, I told you, I told you, I could fucking break the apple. I fucking. You guys see that? You guys, I broke the fucking apple. And <laughs> I, I'm sitting there, and I have this plate of like chicken and steak, and I'm like looking at him. Uh, I'm looking at my food is like all fucking apple sauced out. Uh, I go, that's great. You just ruined my fucking food. And like he just, he literally turned around and stormed out of there to go tell everybody <laughs> he smashed the apple. And I had to listen to him tell this story for years. He he did smash the apple. I am, I am convinced so because he could never break an apple that I gave him that he, he got this apple ahead of time and did something to it to, okay. to in which anybody else that was there for that knows I'm not, that that, that is the truth of the situation. But anyways, so they, they referenced something with on the show where Mark Henry's strong as fuck, or he, he always was. He always, like he's legit was one of the strongest men of the world at some point. 
and uh, he smashed an apple for Chris or something like on, I don't something along the lines of that, mm-hmm. in which uh, Kevin then mentioned about a pre-tape that me and him or not a pre-tape we actually had to do it live. Uh, it was supposed to be a pre-tape where we were in Baltimore. I remember this very vividly, uh, where he was eating like or tossing an apple in his hand kind of during the the interaction me and him had. Uh, I believe I was the IC champion at the time still. And he, at the end of it, was like, toss the apple to me. And then I catch the apple and then smash the apple in my hand. And like, it's cool. Well, yeah. we did it in the first take and I smashed the fucking apple. And but mm-hmm. for whatever reason, WWE, and this happens all the time there, camera guys or like the, the production guys fuck up. And they got to redo something because they mess up something on their end. So it wasn't really live, or was it? No. How so, does that work? We were, we were supposed to pre-tape it, so we, okay. we did it, and we pre-tape it. Bam, we nail it. But something was wrong with the camera or something, mm-hmm. like, production-wise, where they go, no, you got to redo it. So we go to fucking redo it, and on this one, and like, I'm not, I, eventually I couldn't do it. What happened? I ripped my fucking nail off on, Ugh. yeah, on one of my, like, when, as I was going to fucking break the apple, my finger was breaking into the apple, and my fingernails were not probably short at the time, fucking ripped off like halfway. And I was mm-hmm. like, I didn't sell it. I was like, fuck. And then I couldn't fucking break. It hurt so bad, but whatever. So I think we tried it one other time. I couldn't do it. And I said, fuck it. Let's ditch the apple. And we ditched the apple and ended up doing the pre or the live. We did it live with no apple. And, uh, okay. but I was like, I saw that and I was like, yeah, that's not the full fucking story, which isn't his fault. They probably edited that to make yeah. it like, well, Ryback can't break an apple, so I broke one on social media, which wasn't my best break, but I've, uh, <laughs> I'm just like, Jesus Christ, of all the things, like, let's make sure, if you guys want to go ahead and throw, like, do, you know, the rise and fall or, or whatever, the disaster of Ryback, you got, all you can fucking find is you'll find the Tenzai fucking botch, the Heyman botch on a live event, I can name them all, there's literally only three or four of them, and then, uh, Make sure you go ahead and put the entire comeback I did in Hawaii on a broken ankle with a broken leg. Not just a torn quad or anything. I'd literally breaking my ankle and my leg every step that I took in feeding an entire comeback that you say the tape doesn't exist. Make sure you show that one, too, on, uh, on uh, old Ryback's botches. So, mm. But thank you, WWE, nonetheless. I thought it was an interesting show because I watched it, too, and I was like, all right. Well, they had that. Before they had that, they, you know, the conversations with Chris and Kevin, and for anyone that hasn't seen it, go check it out. But the first thing they reference is like, you know, things in Pennsylvania, and and they bring up the the rumble that Batista came back for, and they kind of okay. call out Rey Mysterio, saying Rey was number thirty, and you know he had a really bad reaction from the fans there. But I thought that was really like interesting because, if anything, their conversation probably revolved around how the fans literally literally protested the fact that Batista won yeah. and they painted it up like, Oh, Ray. No, that wasn't, like, that wasn't the, that wasn't the Batista one. Was it? Or was oh, it? Sure no, it that was. was okay. So yeah, because they, he's, he mentions in it, like they were so hot for Dan. And then when Ray came out, you know, it was, they were pretty much booing, but they yeah. were booing because the whole rumor that everyone knew beforehand was that Batista came back to win this. And it's like, wouldn't that be, said but i noticed that vince kind of i feel like has this love i mean rightfully so he's our favorite wrestler batista but uh 
it, it just was painted in a way that I thought that show whole show was interesting because I'm like, all right, so they've said that about you. They said that about Rey Mysterio. By the way, just uh, I remember that one because Dave actually eliminated me on that. And, uh, oh, really? That whole thing was so unorganized. We, that whole thing got thrown together last minute. And that was the last one Punk did, I believe. That was before he quit. Yeah, and, it was. And uh, I remember we were all in the back in a room with like Hayes and everybody as they're trying to fucking organize it. And the show's going on. And we don't even know. Ugh. Nobody knows anything yet. Like it is. It's that. It was that unorganized at that point. But uh, Dave, when he knew he was eliminating me, and he came over and he's like, he goes, he goes, Jesus Christ. He goes, what the fuck are they doing with you? Like just that. And I, I go, I go. It's a long story. And uh, <laughs> he, he already knew. And he, and he goes, well, I want to like make you look as good as I can before. And, and I said, I go, honestly, at this point, I go, nothing fucking matters. And I, we, but he had, we had like a little stare off or something where you could see us physically side by side. Okay. And, and, uh, and that was cool of him to, that was him just like being cool and like just, you know, and, uh, and then we had a little interaction where I think he backdropped me out over the corner where I went out mm-hmm. and we took a, took a decent bump for him out over the corner. So, but he, he's a, I like him a lot, man. He's. Just a cool dude. I'm glad he's had all this success. But uh, yeah, I thought when I saw the ride along show, it was uh, I saw I had some things people mentioning that I was mentioned, and because uh, I don't, I've never watched the show until I put that one on, and then I watched it from the beginning because I didn't know where the part was where I was like, oh, I want to see what they say, and uh, it was uh, it was a little negative, just the overall theme of the show. I thought, and I was just like, eh, absolutely, I'm not, and I, it's fine, whatever. And again, people got to understand, like, this stuff is scripted TV shows for WWE. These guys probably are, I, I don't, I don't know. I never did a ride along, but I would imagine if it's, if it's the, the, like the, the E and all that, they're, they're total divas. Like that shit's more fake than wrestling. Like it's all, mm-hmm. that's, that's reality TV in general is more fake than real. Like it's just, that's the whole gimmick of it, but it's just real life interactions and what it's, it's weird how they fucking do it. But uh, I wouldn't be shocked if they give the guys bullet points um, from a writing. Really? Yeah, I wouldn't be shocked. I don't know. Okay. I can't. Don't. Don't. I mean, don't quote me. That's not a, a fact or anything. But okay. it, the fact that I was just like, it's kind of negative on a and like the Byron Saxton. Byron Saxton's one of the greatest human beings alive. Yes, yeah, such a nice uh, guy. And I and I like all the people that were, you know, I, Corey Graves. I like him. I've, I've talked to him. I just saw him recently at a live event thing I did at his show back mm-hmm. east and uh he's a great guy i was just byron saxton like i, I i've never me and him have I've never once like talked shit to him or joked about him or anything i was like he's an i've gotten along with him from day one because he's a good human being and so it, mm-hmm. it, that's one of the bad things about wrestling kind of i think if you're nice sometimes or too nice guys will prey on that to just pick on you or just like talk shit because they and it, whether it's in playful fun or not it's like you're on a tv show talking bad about a guy and I, I don't know if it, it, it seems like to me, I was like, I can just see that being the directive because he's such a good yeah. guy. I just have a, like, I don't believe anyone would talk bad about him. So it was in a teasing nature, but it was like almost the whole thing. And I love Corey Graves too. And I've, I think people, if they knew his like whole story would have even more respect for him. I remember him in OVW just fighting for a job and as a wrestler and, you know, he went through it all. But I don't, whole, I don't even know. I, we should talk about that sometime. Yeah, I just remember that he'd be down there and like people really kind of, he was a hard comparison to Punk because he had the similar hair, oh, similar yeah. builds. And, you know, it was probably really tough to stand out and he was always a, a good wrestler. 
when you he looked that part and you know it it he was a decent size decent look and and he always did well but i remember they didn't hire him then and then years later they they finally did yeah and he transitioned and had the the stuff going on with the you know, from he, being a wrestler, and so he, he's he's created the best life he possibly can by being. Oh, I told him he, he. I told him he hasn't made. I I just I go hasn't made. I go. You will. You don't have to kill your body. You have TV presence, and you get. He lives in Stanford now, and he has to do stuff during the week at the office. But it's uh, outside of getting out. And obviously, wrestling is, is there's nothing in the world like it. But that's the next best thing, and you get to actually. You don't have to kill your body. Anymore. And he's good at it. Yeah, he's really good at what he does. And you get to have so. a personality still and, and, and be creative and, and whatnot to some degree. So I'm happy for him that he was able to turn a negative into a positive. So my whole point with this show is I thought it was kind of weird to see that you were mentioned, Rey Mysterio was mentioned. I even thought that the way they kind of portrayed Nia Jax was almost in like an even though she's talking in an unlikable, almost humorous way where. She's talking about a diner and getting food in the beginning, and the last thing that they because they can edit anything they want out. Oh yeah, the, 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 that la- those car rides are, are usually probably three hour at least car rides, so they get enough footage, I would imagine. And the last line that they have is before they go in the hotel. She's like, "Oh, I'm just so hungry right now." I'm like, "Why is that left in?" Yeah, I just thought that was really a weird thing. Maybe I'm overthinking it, but I just thought, "Oh, this is just." Of all program, of all the things of, that you could put on there, yeah, that's kind of shitty to end it with. Let's just poke fun at people that aren't here and that are here, and that it just—that's yeah. all I got from that. Yeah, no, that's 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 what they do. So I thank you guys for putting me on the show. I don't care. <laughs> you guys can talk shit about me all you want. I know the truth, and the people that know me know the truth, and uh, and the millions of people that support me all over the world. So it's all right. I'm uh, too sweet, brother. let's take a little break we'll be back after this damn it I think I broke a nail ouch hey guys it's the big gay Ryback and I'm here to tell you about the feed me more merch available only on Amazon Mm. we have a wide selection everything the big guy Ryback Feed Me More Nutrition, and we have everything available in men's, women's, and youth sizes, and multiple colors also for each design. You guys, you have to check out the Feed Me More merch only on Amazon. It is truly one of a kind, like me. So don't be a snore. Go feed yourself more. I know I will. (laughs) Feed Me More merch available on Amazon. Hey guys, this is the Big Gay's manager, Tickles. You can find the direct link at the top of feedmemore.com. Ooh, I like it on top. All right, and we're back. Think it's that time, Pat. Are you ready for the old, the old reviews of the week? Are you falling asleep on me? It's late over there, I know. No, I'm awake. Uh, I maybe, I think I drank a little bit too much. Uh, oh no. Wait, vodka. I'm okay. No, no, I'm still going. I'm, I'm slurring a little bit, but I'll, I'll be all right. Ooh, this makes me nervous when you start. How the hell did we ever record six episodes that one night? That's we I might. I don't know how people even listen to them. They're all, I, I, we might on a future episode listen to our old episodes and just cringe on how bad they are. I, 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 I don't. No, I don't think at the time they were just shorter episodes. But it was. We had to. I remember. 
it was just an entirely different format. It was, it was like, I, at the time, I wish we would have known to, to just do it this way that we do it now because it's so much more effective and just more relevant and convenient doing it every week. But it was, I, I think it's a testament that we were able to get through six shows at a time. That's, I mean, we were recording, I remember, for five or six hours between stopping and going yeah. and everything. And it was, and then that's doing a show we were, the next day. We were motivated, but like to try to like, after wrestling and wrestling the next day and record for five, six hours and drink three bottles of wine. And the, you, uh, the, those the, old. the, the Pat Buck drunken episode is one of my, to this day, favorite things ever. But I always get little flashbacks of that when I see like, yeah, you can never, cause we, but we, I think then we did beer and wine, which was much milder, which we could, yeah. get, oh, dude, if we were doing those with, with hard liquor like this, Oof. Those episodes would never have existed. It would have been I just we would have woken up and we're like, oh man, we only did two episodes. <laughs> <laughs> the microphone's still going. Lord, recording us. Lord, coming over and we're in our whitey tighties with vodka and fudge sickles all over us. <laughs> and a loaded gun. <laughs> <laughs> Check out the last episode for that one. God. Okay. So reviews of the week. Reviews of the week. I have two here two, from our lovely two overseas domestic? Lis- listeners. Two foreign and one domestic. Okay. So let's see how this goes. You know, I, uh, yeah. I, I, I really hope it goes I encourage reviews this week. from all over the globe, guys. I, the big guy loves you. Shipping isn't cheap everywhere, but again, that has no effect on, on anything being decided, just so you know. Well... I find that a little hard to believe, but nonetheless, these reviews are a bit shorter compared to our normal ones, and we've, uh, we've talked a lot. We want to get to all of our different segments. The first review is, is from Australia. That's far. From J- J-R-G-M-I-Z, so J-R-G Miz. One sentence. If you don't like this podcast, you're a mark. That's a great, a great review. Solid review. Yeah. Next one. Next one is another one from Australia. So I know you're a big fan of this. It says, Awesome by Adam Gilberts. Great behind the scene insights into pro wrestling and all the politics that are involved with WWE and the independents. Fantastic podcast. Okay. Not bad. The last review is from the United States. All right. It's. Uh, it says boring. <laughs> Wait, I thought this was good. We were supposed to do By, good reviews. I thought. Oh, I I just pick, I just picked any sort of review. I don't know if it, that was it's reviews of the week. I didn't know if it's good reviews or bad are, reviews. But go ahead, no, read the review. But give give maybe he's com- talking about other podcasts. So go ahead. It's by Let Dash Me Dash Writes. Just two failures of wrestlers, one from WWE. And one from the independents. And at least once per episode, they go on about Vince McMahon or John Cena or Triple H. Two losers. And that one's from the United States. But what did he rate us star-wise? He gave the old one star. Okay. So uh, I don't don't know which ones you're going to pick. What do you think out of these three, both two two foreign ones and one domestic, which which one do you think is the winner this week? So, Pat, sometimes I just hear something, and, and you know the initial instinct in the human 
mind is to get angry when you hear something negative about you, especially when it's not true and, and everything that this fucking Mark said is not true. Um, mm-hmm. But at the same time, to, to kind of take a page out of Dr. Martin Luther King's book, you know, you sometimes just got to turn the other cheek and, you know, and he always has that quote, I can't quote it off the top of my head about darkness cannot drive out darkness and hate cannot drive out hate. You know, only love can, can essentially solve the problem. And I can't help but feel overwhelmed right now to want to give love to his hate, Pat. It's the guy obviously is not in a good place. He's in a, he's probably in a very bad place to feel the need. He listens to the show and to want to, to hate a show so much and to, to, to give a critique that's not even true. Um, I, I could probably, you could only pick a handful of times out of, you know, all the episodes where, where we shared some insight on different things that were completely true. Um, I want to, I want to maybe give this guy a little feed me more nutrition and maybe, maybe help him feel a little better. Maybe he needs a little wake up unlimited energy in his life. Maybe he suffers from low testosterone and he's a, he's a fucking Mark that can't get it up and fucking, he's just, he's depressed as fucking. He hears two guys that are successful and happy in life and he gets angry at that. So maybe Pat, maybe I can change his life around by, by saying, you know what? What's his name? Let dash me yeah, dash whatever. right. Send the big guy at feedmemore.com an email with your name and address because you're this week's winner, pal. I'm going to change your life. I'm going to turn that frown upside down. And I, I just, I want to, I want to take a negative your life and turn it into a positive. And that's what I'm, Pat, he's our fucking winner. All right. So the guy that wrote boring in a one star review. Pat, you sometimes just, you got to turn the other cheek. You got to. You got to be the bigger man. You got to you got to put your hand out. A guy spits in your face. You know the initial reaction is to throw a working fucking big boot back at him or a working punch. But in this case, I stick my hand out to shake my hand, pal. Let's fucking squash our differences. Something a little fishy about this, but hey, that's uh, you're you're the judge on this one, and uh, congratulations to our. I encourage all of this week. Pat. It's never been about just good reviews. Um, never. So, but thank you. Thank everybody. All great reviews. Um, and I, we appreciate your feedback. Also guys, if you do, this is all a right. problem Pat, for this week. This is, I've encountered this from a winner from a uh, two or three weeks ago. Guys, I'm not a, I'm not, I'm not a psychic mind reader. Um, when you, when <laughs> if you email me and, uh, you don't tell me the supplement that you want along with the, the free workout towel and shaker bottle, um, that, that if you don't give me an address and you message me weeks later saying, where's my stuff? And, uh, and then I respond to you and just say, what supplement would you like? And what, what is your address? And then you, you tell me your supplement that you want, but you still don't give me your address. Put me in a tough position that I, I really like this week's winner. Got a hold of me. Perfect screenshot address supplement. His stuff goes out tomorrow morning in the mail. Like I, I, I cannot work miracles if I don't have the address, guys. I'm just, I'm just saying, okay? <laughs> I just wanted to throw that out there. So I think it's time for the old questions, isn't it? Go ahead. Hit me with some questions, Buck. I got questions! From Andrew Willett on Twitter, AW CrossFit 1986. What ingredient in fat burners is it that makes a person all jittery? It could be different things. There's... 
caffeine can make you jittery if you're very sensitive to caffeine. Um, it's, um, there's all different forms of, of stimulants. Uh, even uh, trying to think of some other ones off the top of my head, because I don't take this stuff, like things that are bad for you like that. I, it's been so many years since I've taken them that it's, uh, but like the ephedrine used to be one of the things that would really, yeah. that, that they still have other forms of ephedrine out there that can make you really jittery, um, and whatnot. But, uh, synephrine, uh, nor, nor, uh, 19 nor synephrine, uh, there's orange citrus, I believe is another one. It's a, like an orange citrus type thing. It's a stimulant. Uh, that's in a lot of, a lot of those things. Um, put me on the spot a little bit on this, but that, things like that, they're, um, they, they, they're not good for you essentially. And, and not, it's, or maybe it's in, in small doses for small periods of time, but they're not outside of caffeine. You really, you don't want to stack stimulant with like, it, it's, it's okay to have one or two in, in, in normal amounts, but when they start putting mm-hmm. these other ones in high amounts, just to get you all cracked out, just so you feel like the supplement's doing something, and then you crash. Usually, if a supplement makes you crash, that gives you all your answers. That's the okay. way I look at it on all that. But uh, those are some things. It's orange. It's something you. It's bitter orange. Is is what it is. Okay. Is the name of it. But yeah, there's. It's the the Shell Shock Extreme Fat Burner will have none of that stuff outside of a little bit of caffeine. I got a question. Next question from Nathan Erickson, Erickson Nats on Twitter. Uh, any tips to save the knees while lifting? There's uh, getting knee wraps or there's – I the I was wrestling in them for a while actually, but they actually weigh your legs down really bad wearing them. But they give great knee support. They're squatting knee pads. I, I forget the name of them. I'll post a picture of them. Uh, Is it Mava? Is that, that the name of them or no? No, not that I believe. Okay. But if you like typed in on, on Amazon or on, on, on Google, like squatting knee pads, you'll get all the different, like the heavy duty, like tight knee pads. Those things are great for you. Like when I was before all this stuff on the stem cells and everything, when I was like squatting heavy and deadlifting heavy, I was, uh, I wear, I'd wear these knee things and you'll see Cena has them on, on some of his lifts. Yeah. On most of them, actually, like it, mm-hmm. it just gives you that extra support um, when you're lifting. Just type in squatting knee pads or something along that, and they'll come up. I forget the exact name. I have them in my garage in my gym. So, I got a question. Okay, this question is from uh, from Buck Never Stops on Twitter. What's the difference between a front squat and a back squat? And it's from me, but like, do you do a front squat at all with the weight? Is there? Yeah. What's the difference between? Front, doing those two lifts. So a front squat pri- primarily works more of your your quads because okay. the weight is balanced in the front of you. Um, there's there's different techniques for holding the bar on a front squat. I am a big. Uh, you'll see some people put the bar across like their their chest and sternum and and cross their hands. Uh, yeah, which is not recommended on based on different books that I've read. The more athletic way and and the better way I feel. Personally, everybody's different. Some guys might just be way more comfortable in that, and that's fine. Um, is where you kind of have your your hands, your elbows up high, and your hands under the bar with it resting on that. Um, but you need good flexibility to do that. But that's the way that I've done it. I actually posted a video. I only did those. I did them briefly because um, mm-hmm. my shoulder got so bad that I, my shoulder was cracking on that movement so bad I had to stop. 
But I, I, where right. I got up to doing 405 for reps on that with the front Jesus. squat. But it is, it is in, you got to really have your shit together and inform is very important. Um, but but mm-hmm. the purpose of the front squat is to stress your quads more, whereas a regular squat is more, in, and you can do much more weight on a regular squat. Essentially, you should be able to with proper form. And, and when you're mm-hmm. doing it right, you're working your hamstring, your glutes, uh, and, and just your hips and your hip flexors and your core is really because you're, okay. you're you're doing the proper. You know, it depends whether you're doing a bodybuilding squat or an Olympic squat. But uh, front squats work your quads more. A simple answer. I got a question. All right. From Matt Scott at Matt Scott GW on Twitter. Hey guys, I finished Ryback and AJ Lee's books recently. Wondering if either of you have any books you recommended by people in the business. Uh, Justin Roberts' book is really good. I uh, I think that gives you a, an insight into an announcer's life, and um, it was I I thoroughly enjoyed it. And Justin can be annoying at times, and anyone that knows <laughs> it. And that's and, and, and it's not. I'm sure we all can. We all can be. But he and, he and he will self-admittedly probably will say that himself. Uh, but he has a great heart and he's a great human being. And uh, he wrote a hell of a book. So uh, I would check that one out next that I could personally recommend. I've read a lot of wrestling autobiographies over the years. And I got my book case of them. Bob Backlund's book, another one that, uh, again, it, it's entirely different than Justin's. But it will give you insight into how the WWWF became the WWF into the WWE and uh, it, that that one's well worth checking out, also. And for me, I recommend Ole Anderson's book, just because I'm I'm a big fan of Ole and how he's unbelievably unliked and salty, but he's really smart. And uh, I don't know, it's just interesting to me. He's that, my spirit animal. Is that on Audio Boom too? You think? I don't know. Um, What's the name of his I read, book? I would I would him and <clears throat> Booker's are two that I want to actually read. Inside Out, how uh, how corporate American how corporate America destroyed pro wrestling. Okay. So, and I mean, he's one of those guys that Ole Anderson for a while, back in like the eighties, as a as a booker was making like two hundred fifty grand a year, like just off his not his position, his knowledge. Like he he smart dude that super salty though, and has his like married to his opinions, but it's it's. Interesting to me. Well, I've heard that term salty. I've never, I've never used it. What is salty? What is that like equivalent to bitter? He hates everybody. I mean, and I think bitter is, I consider myself bitter. I'm bitter at things, but like I do stuff about it and I'm, I'm motivated by it. But like Oli pretty much hates everybody in wrestling. Like, oh. You can hear it on his interviews. You could hear it like he doesn't compliment anybody. Okay. Like he's really. I'm, I've been oblivious. I've never even checked. Okay. I, I don't know anything about it. I got a question. Uh, next question for uh, from Michael Norton, DJ Guilty on Twitter. For both of you, if any time that someone during a match made you so pissed off that you wanted to legit beat their ass right then or even in the back? No, not off the... Yeah. Uh, I've... I can't think of any match where... Um, I'm just trying to think in my, my head of Rolodex of matches over the years that... Uh, of a situation where I was angry or anything and um, pissed off. No, not off. No, not off the top of my head. I can't think of anything. Same thing here. Nothing. I got a question. Uh, from Kevin Thorne, Mordecai. 
Can I get some supplements so I look as good as Buck Never Stops for the next WrestlePro show I'm on? They obviously work. I like Kevin Thorne a lot, and absolutely, uh, they're available on Amazon and on FeedMeMore.com. <laughs> There's uh, some 10% discount codes going around. I believe Podcast 10, if you listen to this podcast, Podcast 10, you can save 10% on FeedMeMore.com on all Feed Me More nutrition. I got questions! Last question from Zach Fincher. When will we see the debut of Big Gay Ryback? And how many weeks of vignettes will we expect from him on the podcast? That Big Gay Ryback has been a huge hit with everybody, which is, is thoroughly popped me. Um, I, I think he's just going to be a character on the show from time to time, and uh, I wouldn't pigeonhole myself uh, <laughs> outside, of, outside of... I would... If, if, if Glow approached me and said we for the Big Gay Ryback... I would penis I, on the singlets. I would, I would, cont, I would, I would give it consideration. Outside of that, no, not absolutely not. Outside of the podcast. <laughs> All right, so those are your questions for the week, and I think we'll transition into your old tips. All right, yeah, tips of the week, guys. This week, tips of the week, yay! The book of the week. Uh, last week, it's by the same author, Jen Sincero. This one is her first book. Uh, last week was about money. This is You Are a Badass. How to Stop Doubting Your Greatness and Start Living an Awesome Life. And uh, I just finished that book this week. Pat, I suggest you check it out. It's a very motivating book. And uh, okay. it's this this woman is just motivating. You'll get it. You'll listen to it and mm-hmm. you'll just, it, you just, it'll resonate with you greatly. Quote of the week this week. We can complain because rose bushes have thorns. Or rejoice because thorn bushes have roses, and uh, that's by Abraham Lincoln. And uh, Lincoln, and I think just think it's just all everything is how we perceive it and what we choose to make it. And uh, you could focus on the negative or focus on the positive. So, and uh, bottom line is though you got to work your ass off either way. Nutrition tip of the week: adding a daily multivitamin to your diet could make a great difference for you. Our bodies need vitamins and minerals to function properly, and more often than not, our daily diet isn't always enough. It can increase energy levels, improve mood, reduce stress, improve short-term memory, and help maintain muscle strength. The brand that I personally use right now, and again, I will be doing a multivitamin in the future, is I, but I, I always just tell you guys straight up, the brand that I have used for years on end is AST MultiPro. Uh, they have it on Amazon and uh, the AST website. They have a website too, but I know Amazon is the most efficient way for me to get it, where it's usually here in a few days. And that's by AST MultiPro. I don't get anything from it. It's just it's a sports vitamin. I take it twice a day, and uh, it, it definitely is worth checking out. Multivitamins are very important because we usually don't get the, the amount that we need in the different vitamins mm-hmm. from our diet alone. Hmm. Workout fitness tip. If you lack motivation working out, try including a workout partner, guys. It's, uh, I, I love working out alone. I don't, I actually hate workout partners. I think if you don't, Me too. I think if you lack motivation from within, it's like, ah, that it really, it, 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 I don't get that. I just, it doesn't resonate with me, but a lot of people do. And, and you, we're not all alike. And, and I'm well aware of that. And workout partners definitely have their place. So find somebody that's going to help push you and is, I, who is someone who's going to be essentially somebody better than you that uh, you don't want to go work out at the gym and just be playing on your phones and talking and chatting the whole time. You don't want somebody lazier than you. You want somebody that's going to 
make you raise your workout level and, uh, mm-hmm. and push you uh, if that's something that you lack because you need to improve in that skill. So uh, if you need a workout partner, there's no shame in doing it. If that's what helps get you motivated or maybe hopefully eventually you can work out on your own. So, uh, you know, I always say too, if, if, if a workout partner is not an option, headphones, put on something, a podcast that you like, music that motivates you, meditation. I always do my meditation my first hour working out. Then I put on the music that motivates me and, uh, and I finish my workout with that. So that's the tips of the week this week, guys. All right, great. I think we'll be back one more break and we'll get to our uh, main events. We'll be right back after this, guys. Hey, everyone. In addition to being the co-host of this podcast, I'm the founder and promoter of WrestlePro. Dare I say, WrestlePro puts on the best professional wrestling live events in the country. We're also fully insured and licensed. Now, if you're listening to the show, then you clearly love professional wrestling, and I appreciate that. But I also have a question for you. Would you like professional wrestling in your area, maybe in your hometown, your high school, your college, your civic center, your stadium, whatever you want? If you're a civic group, a sports team, a fire department, a police department, if you have a corporate event, a festival, any group that is looking to raise funds or put on an entertaining show, WrestlePro is your promotion. This is not your regular wrestling show. Just in the last year, WrestlePro has brought in incredible talent, such as Terry Funk, DDP, Booker T, Ryback, Cody Rhodes, Hornswoggle, Cole Cabana, Brian Cage, Jeff Jarrett, Tommy Dreamer, The Hardy Boys, Scott Steiner, and much, much more. Even the Nature Boy Ric Flair has been with WrestlePro and loves it. Tell him, Nate. It's the Nature Boy, woo, Ric Flair, WrestlePro, the Nature Boy, song autograph. Look as only you can look. Russell Pro, be there. Woo, 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 woo. Limousine riding, jet flying. Woo, Russell Pro. Woo. If you're seriously interested, WrestlePro can bring a live wrestling show to your town. A full professional wrestling card complete with talent, eight matches, sound system, lighting, the works. We design the artwork and posters. We help you sell the tickets. We push all of our events all over our social media. We believe in good repeat business. Packages and prices vary on talent requested and their availability. For more information, contact me directly at WrestleProOnline at Yahoo.com or simply... Check out www.wrestleproonline.com and you can see our past and upcoming events to get a taste of what WrestlePro is all about. I hope to hear from you soon. Celebrate Independence Day with 20% off Feed Me More Nutrition and everything on feedmemore.com. Use discount code INDEPENDENCE20. That's discount code INDEPENDENCE20. Promotion ends midnight, July 4th. Ladies and gentlemen, the following segment is your main event of the podcast. All right, guys, and we're back for our main event of the evening. Our top 10 guys who we would like to see in the WWE today, or just the 10 that we think that are, that, 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 have the best chance at this point in time and, and can maybe fill out the roster a little better. I think also, mind you, I don't know if your picks will be different from mine. I'm sure we're going to have the same people on this list. But I also pick people that I thought would just be that haven't been on TV for a long time or people that, you know, I, I have a couple questionable, interesting picks. But let's just see where this goes, should we? Yeah, go ahead. Why don't you start us off? You're number 10. So number, my number 10 
pick is uh, is Bobby Roode from uh, obviously from NXT and from and his... just to cut you off and I'm he's my number ten pick as well <laughs> just so we were on this but go ahead we just became best friends again so uh, it's there's a reason why we do this podcast did we just become best friends yep Bobby I just feel like the mix of he's one of NXT's top guys and I you know I I kind of get the whole. We're making NXT a brand, but at the end of the day, NXT, no matter how much you like it, even if it's a touring brand, it's it's there as a support system for WWE. Like there's no like yeah, for yeah. SmackDown and Raw. Like that's that's it. You can't fucking argue with that. And they Bob- found a way to make they found a way to make money with it finally before where developmental used to cost them money. Yeah. Developmental now makes them money. So that's that, the difference. best way to put that's it. That's all that it is. Yeah. Best way to put it. So, but, you know, and I, and I get they need featured performers there to make them more money, but they need guys. Bobby hit the home run with being a great worker, good history. He's, he's 40 years old. He not say oh, like. Oh, wow. He's 40 years old? He's 40 years old, yeah. Jesus. You know, he's know been that's, okay. around a long time. Great theme music, great presentation. Put him on the fucking roster. You know, get the title off him. Let's bump him up. And let's let's see where this goes. Yeah, I think he's at. That's kind of the same the vibe I get with it. I think he has a theme song that seems to be kind of catchy, where people are uh, kind of you know the the the, the, the theme song elicits a reaction. Hmm. And uh, I just felt like I was like trying to talk in my could I was like. But I think if it. That same thing. Let's see. Uh, at that age, if he's forty, let's go ahead and see see what he can do here and uh, get him to the main roster. All right. Number nine. I'll go ahead. My number nine, Pat. Uh, I put Asuka. Uh, okay. I think she. Um, I think she's been down there now, and uh, having a Japanese female wrestler. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think it, it's. There's I don't there's not one on the roster right now so that sure it, it, in the female division I don't know if she can climb a ladder or not uh, probably probably she's a woman I don't probably, probably not. not but <laughs> it's <laughs> but you know you know what I mean I think she uh, I think she's ready to go up and I think the women's division could use an extra female wrestler so sure good pick my number nine is outside of WWE I don't know how he'd fit into the PG products but I know I'd want to see it. And I know how they want to address it. it would be Joey Ryan. Uh, oh, that's a, I left him off my list, and that's a great one. Just for the guy embodies. I really it drives me nuts when people critique Joey for for the fact that he's gotten over in, a, in an industry that's without. Yeah, he's had a little a, a, a minute portion of TV time. Joey's a smart dude and uh, well respected by all the boys. Um, involved in multiple different facets from promoting and, and behind the scenes stuff and as a worker himself, but I can't stand it when people critique the fact that his, you know, his, uh, his dick throw, you know, is, is the most, it's his gimmick. It's, it's, it's over. Yeah. He's, what are you, what are you insulted that he's, he's insulting your intelligence? Cause you're watching fake fighting to begin with <laughs> you fucking Mark. <laughs> Who the fuck cares? He found a way to be successful and make money. God, I, no matter what you do in life, people are going to bitch and complain and whine, and it's always the ones that haven't done jack shit with their lives. So that's just, who cares? Joey Ryan, I tip my big guy hat off to you. He's the quagmire of pro wrestling. He's, he's, 
he, and he's a great human being. So I love. I look. Him. You know what? You can just judge another human being. Like when I, I met him at one of the the shows, your show actually. When, yeah. when me, him, and Cody shared a locker room with you, and uh, we were. I just like talking to him, and I'm like, you just look at a guy. You could just again. It all goes back to the eyes. You could just you get a vibe off someone. I was like, man. This is just seems like a good dude I would enjoy being around. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's, and he, he's friends with guys that I'm friendly with, and like it's, fuck, who who cares what losers think? Joey Ryan, keep doing your thing. I'll go. Uh, we'll keep this. Dra- we like doing our list draft style. So I'll go to my number eight, uh, Tyson Kidd. I would like to see Tyson back involved. I know what's going on with him, but I want to see. I think Tyson's the perfect person to put on Talking Smack, uh, that that show in the oh, network. Oh, you're just and, in a role. You're not saying as a wrestler. No. You're just saying to be, yeah, yeah. Some of these back on TV. Some of these I have here that aren't aren't wrestling role. I want to hear Tyson Kidd be Tyson Kidd that I know him as, and just talk as much as this he is what I was can. talking about about having guys. And this was never a knock on like Sam Roberts or the. God damn it! I'll, I can I never remember his name. Peter Rosenberg. The other guy, Peter Rosenberg. Sorry, Peter. Um, that having a guy like Tyson Kidd in there, yeah. That we all know him for, and, and he's devoted he, his like, life he, to wrestling. Has done everything. Yeah, yeah, that's the guy I want to see on the panel, mm-hmm. and and that like that's who like and and he will he will blow those guys away. Yeah. No offense, because he's lived it and done it, and he just he it's a whole other level. It, it, it it's it's night and day, and he would, and just the the fans, like that. And he's already known. It, mm-hmm. I just think he deserves to have that TV recognition if he wants it. If he uh, wants not it, everybody, yeah. If he wants it, that's. Uh, but he would, he would, he would, he would really thrive in that position. I believe. I, I get. That's a great pick. Your turn, big guy. My, my number eight again. This is I put. I picked Kenta, and the reason I picked him is I think it's that sink or swim time. They got to bring him up. Absolutely, and just get get him the fuck out of developmental. Mm-hmm. I think that I think that's the worst thing for him that he's been in that, and like eventually that can. It's like you got this hot prospect, and you keep him in AAA year after year. Eventually, it starts mind fucking the guy. Yeah, and not to say and that's, he had the injuries, and, and it, it he overcame them. Just get him up there. Whether it's doing dark matches for a fucking year or six months. Just get him in the mix, get him up there, get him making some money, and get him out of developmental. He doesn't need to be there. For a guy that established so much in Japan, and I've seen the way, I don't know if it's, if they've, I don't think they've used him in a, in a, in a negative light at all, the NXT, but I agree. Get him, get him fucking out there. It's not and, that they've used him in negative light. You just, there comes a point in a man's life that you got to just get it. Like, he needs to be. See if he's going to be the guy to make you money or not. If he's sure. going to, or if he can be in a role. If not, let him go back over, back go back home, and it, it will just be the best for all parties involved. If he fucking, if it works out, fuck yeah, let's go with it. Like, but get him out. Don't keep him in purgatory any that's, longer. That's kind of the vibe I get when you watch him in NXT. And I, I actually while I was doing cardio day, I watched him and uh, um, Biff Busick, Oni Lauren uh, on NXT work a match. Um, if I'm saying that name wrong, I apologize. It's a fucking hard name to say. Uh, and I got the vibe. I'm like, man, it's there's nothing happening here. And I and you yeah. look at him, you know how much success he's had amongst the boys and as a, and in Japan 
but it's not translating. I know guys like him in NXT, that fucking 400 person crowd, you know, chance for him, but it to me. Completely different. It doesn't, it, again, people, it was like the same, it's been the same way in developmental from day one. It, it just because you get over in developmental doesn't mean you get over on the main. Mm-hmm. It's totally different. But it's, <laughs> it's, it's, that's the first step to getting out of developmental. Yeah. If that makes sense. So, yeah. so, but I just agree. Get him out there. Let's see, let's see what happens. See what he got. I, I, that's, I, I just think it's time. Number seven, Pat. Is it me? Am I up again? Or is uh, it your turn now? I just went, so go ahead. Okay. The one I have is a, a newer girl to NXT. Her name is Abby Laith. She wrestled as Kimberly on the Independence. And the reason I don't even know who she is. The reason why I pick her is because they don't have, at least I don't feel like they have it on SmackDown or Raw, how many indie darlings they have for guys. They don't really have a girl that's necessarily a independent darling. If they do, I can't think of it off the bat. Is you know, that what she is? I feel like she kind of, you know, gained her stripes uh, as Kimberly. She was champion of Chikara. She was, you okay. know, very involved with Beyond Wrestling, and she's done a lot of great blonde? stuff. Blonde girl, yeah. I don't know if she's dyed her hair. Nah, kind of, kind of the natural mm. route, maybe on the smaller to medium side. Pretty girl. She's okay. got herself Just in shape. Just asking nobody. You know, not trying to, sure, that's tough. You know th- yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I think it's a fair question. I would ask it the same thing for a guy. Blonde, big tits? <laughs> and uh, she's always been a really hard worker, but they, they've never had... They've yet to kind of have an indie darling female there. So it's like, let's just see what fucking happens. That's the Will whole the indie crown it. turn on her if she gets a tit job? Oof. Good question. Or a boob job, I should say. Good question. I don't. I don't know. They. They, they might. Could that Fuck. be? Could that be what she's missing to get to the main roster? Do you think? I don't think that's. I think that used to be a thing. I think that's not a thing anymore. Look at the girls. You think Vince? Vince just lost his love of tits all of a sudden. Man, maybe. You uh, don't think if she just had a big pair of tits that that would make Hunter's conversations with Vince look at this chick? Because the, obviously the conversation's not worked yet. Yeah, I mean, I don't see. I don't know because I feel like there's so many girls. Give me the- more nutrition's going pretty good, sweetie. If you need a donation, give the big guy a call. Right <laughs> back <laughs> offers breasts. The NXT just getting getting girls cut up to the main roster on the reg. <laughs> uh, but I just feel like a lot of it's got it used. To, I think it used to be a requirement. Now not so much. But Abby Layth is my next pick. All right, uh, my number seven. It's again, again, I kind of have a theme going a little bit here is, is Eric Young. Okay. And I, I don't know how old he is per se. I feel like he's been around for a while. I think now, he's though. in the 37, 38 years old range. And I just think, and I think he's had success with the, doing different roles throughout his career. And um, I, I don't know if I see sanity going up there yeah. per se, just because it's so similar to, I feel like just it, it, it it reminds me of the Wyatt thing yep. so much, and I don't think there's, I don't think any amount of time and right now while Bray's, there, I just think it's, I think it's just too close that. Um, but I think getting Eric Young in the correct role, he's one of those things they might be killing time right now and keeping them relevant. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I think it's that would be a discussion I would have if I was in creative in, in, in at HQ is uh, trying to think, well, what, what can we bring him up as here and get this guy going on the main roster? Are you familiar with his work as a, like a comedic babyface? Did you ever watch that? Uh, I might have seen a brief. Was that over an impact a yeah, little bit back? Yeah, all impacts. Yeah, up. I think I saw a little bit. A little bit. 
I know he had the run as champion kind of during the Dan O'Brien thing, too. I believe um, so, but I don't think he was... As the underdog kind of thing, but it wasn't the comedy thing that I saw. Yeah, like, I was a fan of him, and again, some people just aren't big on comedy wrestling, but he... He connected, and I feel like he I feel like he's always done whatever role he's given well. You can tell he cares. You can tell he's a decent worker, a good worker. But something about him as a babyface and that comedic element, I feel like that's when he was the most. That's what got him really put on the map, and he got away from that because people told him probably to get away from that. But I don't know. There was something there. But I, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. No, I just think he's. Uh, I think he would do well. My pick, if we're up to number seven, I I, I didn't put this in order. Uh, Alistair Black. I don't know if you watched him at all in NXT. I've heard of him. I, I think I've seen a little bit. Not much, but a little. He uh, was Tommy End on the Independence. Um, it's weird because they've flirted with the idea of bringing him in for 205 Live, or you've heard reports. He's a taller dude. He's like six foot. He, he looks, you know, big enough where he shouldn't be in that division. Um, super interesting, just, uh, entrance. They actually gave him an entrance that was made for taker where like, it's one of those things that like the whole, like an inversion table, it just sits up and he does like a very, everything, the whole presentation is very good. He's a skilled worker. Uh, it, it, I can't, you might want to go back and check this out. They do little things for him. They haven't done for guys in a while. They, they did a good job. They do a lot of that, I notice now, by the way. They put a lot more production work into guys, and this isn't a knock on anyone. Guys that are smaller or lack like that X factor or that that huge draw, I feel like they give more production to if in their entrances and everything else. I've always noticed that. Like I feel like they give guys like that way more because they think the physical aspect isn't there as much. Mm-hmm. So they dress it, they dress it, they dress it up as much as they can. And they do it better than anybody. That's, they, and that's not that's not being negative. No, no, no. I understand. Like With him, I feel like there is there's something about him where he actually comes. He's not the biggest guy. He's not the smallest guy, but he does come across like, oh shit, this guy could kick someone's ass. Okay. And I think that's really that's important. Not a bad thing. Tattooed guy. Um, I think he's from the Netherlands. <laughs> uh, but they've they've done a great job on featuring him in NXT, and and I think he's gonna do he's gonna do well if they. If they keep with those elements, I think I, he has a chance, a big chance. Okay. I no, that's cool. I, I'll check out one of his matches here. My number six is a guy, he did a little bit, I think he did the two, um, the Cruiserweight Classic. Uh, Zack Sabre Jr., I think, is, okay. uh, I, I, he's one of these, he's not a huge guy or anything by, by any means, but he's not a s- super small guy either, as far as on, on the like short end. But uh, I think he's one of the best technical guys out there. Mm-hmm. And not to say it's harder. The, the TV wrestling is a lot different than independent wrestling. And you got to keep people's attention span. And, but I think he's creative enough to do it and, uh, and adjust his style to the WWE style and be successful with it. So mm-hmm. uh, I think it would be, I think he would be, be interesting to see matchups with him on WWE TV. And I think he actually kind of under his own premise, I feel like the cruiserweight thing was painting him that they originally wanted him to be a part, if not the winner of it all. I don't know if I'm right. I don't know if I'm wrong. I felt like that was geared towards him. He actually elected not to go with them and do his own thing. Um, Regardless, super talented might be the best technically sound technician with all the different chain wrestling stuff. Really fun guy to watch. My next one's a really random one, man. And I just think it'd be interesting to put back the main attraction of Raw, 
or that's treated as, or as WWE period is Brock Lesnar. I feel like as far as the way they treat him, bring him in every now and then. I think people forget a lot that he's married to Sable. I, I, yeah. I think it'd be interesting to have Sable involved, especially because Brock has this attitude where he doesn't really give a shit about anything. And Sable yeah. probably feels the same way. And I just thought it'd be a little bit compelling to kind of have her involved in some way, shape, or form. You know why this is really good? It reminds me of when they put Austin with Deborah, but on this role, with the way Brock is used, it would essentially, you can create a whole other dynamic with her and problems with her where it makes him, he can adjust his character actually because she, you know what I mean? It could make him a person. Yes. Yeah. You know, that... That could be something down the road that they could flirt with and uh, and to give him a whole other dynamic because it's he's done the same thing for quite a while and it's still a draw mm-hmm. and it still works. But I think that would be a way to give him more personality. Yeah. And uh, which would only make him more over, I think, because um, he's, he's more than capable of doing it. So whether he would want her around or she would want to be back, it's, again, I, it's just a podcast and we're all entertainment, but not a bad idea at all. All right, cool. I questioned that one, but that's one of my picks. No, I, I like that one because I think that gives him a whole other dynamic, man. My number five is uh, Drew McIntyre. Okay. And uh, simply, I, I was there for his run before, and uh, I've, I've come up with him through developmental, and uh, he's busted his ass, and uh, he deserves to be used in a better better fashion than he was the first time around. So um, I would like to just see... And not to say he has to be champion or anything like that, but it's uh, it's amazing. Three MB is all had kind of some some right? good success, yeah. yeah, over the last couple of years. So it would be it, Drew McIntyre, number five. Uh, my number five, which uh, another female. Your number, your number four, I believe. God, I, I have too many people on this fucking list. Let's just pretend this is number You're, five. Pat's drunk, everybody. Let's just shh. I didn't put this in order. Wait. One, ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five. Are it you is. Fuck, doubles? you're right. God damn it. No, you're right. It's four. Whoa, but Pat, Pat, I'm always fucking right. Come on. All right. Pa- <laughs> uh, Paige is my next pick because we don't really know if she is going to be back or if she's not going to be back, even though she's under con- not under contract. But I think we're all looking forward to the facts. What the fuck is going to happen when she is back? I just think it's interesting. I'm curious to see where that goes, and I think they could. It, it would be something to watch. Yeah, I don't. I have no idea about that entire situation. I, I, I believe she's under contract. I believe. I don't know though. I, it's, mm-hmm. I'm sure. I'm sure they will bring her back in some. They'll probably honestly the way push her really, really hard, and then slowly implement it if they choose to. You know what I mean? Yeah. They 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 they, they know what they're doing with all that. They they they. It's all a game, and they'll make you think they're gonna everything's okay, and then the rug gets swept right from under you, or or it can be a very gradual process. I don't know. It, it might she just might be back and just be fine. You, you never know. You don't know what they're thinking. It's their company; they can do whatever they want. Number four is a big-bodied guy. I think the roster needs some bigger bodies up there. He's an independent darling, uh, a little bit, and. Uh, I actually briefly met him at one of my independent shows for Northeast Wrestling last month. Uh, Keith Lee, I think, is uh, is 
big-bodied guy that, that would uh, do well on the main roster. I think he'll be there sooner or later. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of I, – I don't know if they want him to lean up anymore or what. I don't I, – he's not like a – he's like – he's he's a big-bodied guy. He looks like he could kick someone's ass, yeah. That that says it all. Mm-hmm. That's all that you need. He he can be – he can, I, and I feel like he has a personality. Yeah, oh, so. sure. Yeah, I, I would. Uh, I think he he's due for a main roster call up at some point. My number three is uh, quite the indie darling, which I'm I'm really confused why he's not under WWE contract because he's everywhere, and he's evolves top person. It's Matt Riddle, uh, former UFC fighter, looks you know looks the part. Was he uh, a UFC fighter? Yeah, uh, and he did quite well. From what I know, he was undefeated. I don't know how many fights he had there, but uh, like Surfer looking dude. Good yeah, shape. I've seen one of his matches. One of the things that I, this goes into one of our things. He was in a match where I saw them just trade suplex German after German. Mm-hmm. And I was just like this. It was just such <laughs> fucking, it was such garbage okay. that I, may, I couldn't watch anymore. Like I was just like, this is too much for me. But I, he's, he can go in the ring. Yeah. He just, he would need to adjust his style, obviously, but. I just think it's weird Most that guys. he's like the top. He's he's doing so much stuff, and I'm like, why isn't he even? He's it's like he's not even mentioned for consideration, and I I just I think it's very strange to me. Like I don't know why he's like. How old is he? Uh he can't be that old. I mean, if he's around thirty, maybe. I mean, I'm sure I can Google okay. it real quick, but. Uh, Again, they time things out too. If they have enough guys, where he could be on their next crop of guys to come in, to, and they, you know where like. The next NXT call-up, so, okay, we need to get six more big guys up or guys up here that we think could do something. Like they they got to kind of pace themselves, too, so they don't burn guys out being down there for too long and whatnot. So He's 31 uh, years old. 31. Okay. okay. He has plenty of time. Sure. Uh, my next uh, number... No, my I'm up. All right, you're uh, up. You, you're so... Oh, my God. No, this I'm fine. Is... Jesus Christ. I know when I'm bad. I'm not that bad this episode. You're trying to do two picks in a row, asshole. Uh, sorry, pal. Okay, my number three, Ricochet. Okay. Even though uh, I just think he's, uh, again, I think his style would have to be adjusted a little bit, but uh, he's more than capable of doing it, and um, I think he, uh, I think he would thrive on the WWE roster. All right. My number, number two. Two, or is it me or you? You. Cole Cabana, who never got it. I feel like he never got his fair shake. And I think I almost put him on my list. Really? Yeah, because I thought the same thing. So, and I thought inter- he's doing a lot of commentary these days. And I'm, I'm like, what better way to have someone, you know, you have Morrow doing his stuff, but I feel like he could be a, a modern day Jerry the King for this ger- generation. If you have Colt doing, you know, a younger guy being the voice of there's a certain credibility that comes with being a wrestler, you know, like, yeah. like Lawler hat, like, Oh, we know Jerry, the King Lawler and he's comedic and he was kind of a heel, but almost in a way Colts could fill that void as being almost a similar thing in a way. Um, you know, if not just being a flat out roster member, I, there's no one like Colts. I feel like, and, and people undermine yep. his comedic stuff. He's fucking talented and he's great in the ring. And he's he's the best. I love Colt. So I, I enjoyed my match with him, and uh, he's he's a good human being. 
Yeah. And I think and there there is he's that comedy wrestling that he's able to do, that's such a for me, like you put him on regardless of how you want to use him on TV, I think I think he he would be a perfect vo- uh, that Santino being gone. Yeah. I think he fills I think he fills the Santino void perfectly. 100%. Um and I think on in live events, you give those people that comedy match that is desperately needed on live events in between all the seriousness. Mm-hmm. And it is uh they missed the boat on that one and I think that and I know they have all the lawsuit stuff going on and whatnot. Um I think it I, I just it, I wish it was just about business, man, because that if I was in charge, that would be that would be his role. That's the guy. And, yeah, that's and the guy. He would be pay. He would be be paid accordingly because he's fucking awesome. He's there might be nobody better at that role than him. So sure, he can take he can take guys that aren't comedy guys and do comedy matches with them exactly and make it like it's. He prefers that too to be with someone that's so plain because he can just do he his makes stuff it even funnier. Yeah, yeah. He's I I agree completely. My number two is not not a comedy guy, but he, uh, Chris Hero. And uh, I just think it's time with everything. And I think there's that dynamic with him and Cesaro with their past. Sure, the Kings of Wrestling, yeah. <laughs> that I, I think that could be, and I think they could do something interesting with that if they, you know, with Cesaro leaving Sheamus and going with him. And, and I, I just think there's there's something there. And he's, I've never, like, again, you've seen, he doesn't have bad matches. No, never. Not to say he always has the greatest matches, it, but there, he's, and again, he he's back in the system, I think. He's. I don't know if he's lost weight since coming back. I don't know. I don't know if he works out or not, yeah. or any of that. I would. I would hope that he does now and whatnot. But he's. I just think he's. There's something with Chris Hero. Sure, there is great. Yeah. Number one. All right. I wonder, I wonder if we have the same number one. I. I bet you we do. Okay. Uh, it's a tag team. Nope. Okay. We don't. Wow. Okay. My number one's the Young Bucks. I think that they really. Yeah, absolutely. No team or independent wrestlers, obviously, like they're carrying. They are independent wrestling. They're two so. Guys. Are they in two? Are they in two hundred five live? No, I think that first put them in NXT for a minute, or okay, put them in the tag division on SmackDown. Seems like the better thing, but you know, I I actually did think that doesn't even matter at this point. It's unbelievable that at one point these people they're the most over thing on independent wrestling in terms of self-created independent wrestling guys with they're the wrestling fans yeah you know and that's yeah 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 their whole persona their whole their whole act their whole presentation every the, the quality of matches they have i think it's really ignorant of wwe not to throw the amount of money that they would be okay with taking to have them and it's almost like the whole i don't like if they were ever to go to WWE, which I know eventually they have to, I think they're gonna like just fucking do it. Just, I I, I think there's again, I think there's a huge gap though between the regular wrestling audience and then the casual and people that watch just to watch. I think so I too. Think it's just, I think it's just such a huge. But I difference. think they'll be a success. I think with that, people seeing them for the first time will love them. Kids, kids but see them. Are are they a success going out and losing every match? Because winning and losing is what gets you over in wrestling. Because people like winners and they don't like losers. But they wouldn't be so, because then they would, 
they'd be put under the the too sweet umbrella of Hunter, and they they wouldn't be losing every match. I, mean, I don't think. I'm just yeah, no, I know. I'm not. Yeah, no. I like them too, but I don't. I'm just saying it's such a huge. I don't know. I I I contemplated putting them on my list just for the fact of seeing. I w- wanting to see how they would do up there, mm-hmm. and what I don't know. So, but I I that's that's a good pick. But I also think that you know. The the pay per view crowds the you know NXT is a different thing it's the same four hundred yeah. people but the, the 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 smarter fans are the ones buying all the tickets to the pay per views so if they're on anything with with their backstory even if they're getting destroyed they're still going to be over so I think they will be six I don't know I, I stick by yeah. that I think they're I think they're I think it's kind of ridiculous that. At one point, when they were, I could tell you, you, you could put a guy out there and give him no entrance, and then they're not allowed to do any of their shit. You do that long enough, and nobody will give a fuck about them. That's just the way they. Oh, I think so too, but I don't think. Yeah, they would no, ever but stand I'm saying you have to. Yeah, yeah, no, but once you get in that system, you never. But I'm saying that's not going to happen to them. But mm-hmm. they could do anything they want with anybody, and it's all perception of how you're used. It is, and uh, I, but I agree. I don't know, I, and I don't know if if they're even if they're used in that really strong capacity, is that maximizing like to all audiences? I don't know. I think, I, 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 get, I think it's interesting, a dynamic, but to see to see how it does. Mm-hmm. Because they've done so well on the independents, right? Yeah, so. and I, I mean, even working with teams, like the, they did a lot of stuff with Hardys. And, uh, but I, I just think, of, I think it's mind-blowing that WWE let them, for their, their independent love for certain darlings, they let them kind of slip through their fingers. I don't know if they have necessarily. I think I, I bet you there's been communication, but I bet you they're, if they're doing that well, there was well tryouts. I mean, there was from what I, from what I gather, and they've told the story before. On, on they've had things where they, you know, worked in the ring beforehand. They had matches on the fly. They impressed the right people, but you know, I think one of the issues was they they had to go through NXT on a tryout, like one of those things. Yeah, and they're above that, and a lot of guys I think are above that, but that's protocol. And maybe the money, or there wasn't a flat out. I don't even know if there was a set offer, but yeah. you know, do you go with the hope, or do you go with, hey, these these other companies are offering us a fucking great living. We're gonna go here. So I they're think they're already making money. So and it's yeah, you know, they're they're killing it. I get it. So yeah, they do well on merch, from what I understand. So like little fucking rock stars, they do, and and they're good. Pe- they're quality human beings, man. Good family. Are they? I've not. I don't think I've ever met them, so yeah, that's good to hear from you. That's good to know. My number one is a no-brainer. Kenny Omega, I think is okay. I just, I just think he would. Um, he he's the perfect candidate for the WWE main roster, and at some point, I think it'll happen. And uh, I I'm I'm impressed with him, and he uh, I think there's he could work with everybody, and he's well liked by many of the guys already. I think he's an easy fit into the locker room there's no problems there's you could do with him whatever you want so i won't disagree uh, there yeah no that's my number one pick the only reason why i didn't put him on the list i just felt like at this moment there's so many people in that realm of you know they have their aj they have their their zane their owens i just felt like it wasn't the right time period but i feel like kenny is going to keep continuing to to give all he can in new japan and then I guess see what happens after. Uh, I love Kenny though. Yeah, no, he his time will come for sure. All right, and that's the list. All right, you got anything you want to uh, go out on here? Not really, but you can follow me on all platforms. Buck never stops. 
I am at Ryback22 on Twitter, the big guy Ryback22 on Instagram, Ryback247 on Snapchat, and the official conversation with the big guy Twitter at CWTBG. Thank you guys for listening. You've just listened to another episode of Conversation with the Big Guy. Napa know-how. There are lots of amazing cars on the road, but perhaps none more amazing than the paid-off car. It may not be pretty, but the price is right. Heck, if you keep that thing running, it'll actually start paying you. Because with Napa Rewards, for every $100 you spend, you'll get $5 off. So keep your car running longer, stronger with Napa Rewards and watch the savings start rolling in. That's Napa Know How. Napa Know How.